Welcome to Visions of the Past, a podcast that is normally about the lore of Assassin's Creed, but it is that time of year again, and here we are, and a, well, a modern taking of a story as we did last year. But as always, uh, I am not alone with this story. I am joined today by Crimson Knight. Hello. And by my good friend, Andrew. Hello. Um, and today we're going to actually do like we did last year. We're going to mix a little bit of D&D and we're going to mix a little bit of Assassin's Creed. And we're going to see how things play out. Should be fun. So as we ended last year, we're about, I'll say three months after the story ended. And we've all gone our separate ways. Crimson, what has become of Kat? Well, um, I feel like she's been kind of um, making some trouble for the company a little bit. And uh, I feel like she's fallen in uh, with a group of, uh, like, even deeper into a group of, like, hacktivist types. And has just been trying to, like, out the company's BS online a bit more you know okay where is she living where's where is she at physically honestly wherever you need her to be but i feel like because of the fact that it's that she takes the company very seriously in regards to how dangerous they are that she probably keeps on the move okay and where was her latest, why don't you explain her latest, um, I guess, mission that she has given herself? Um, hmm. I feel like, knowing Kat, she, she kind of likes to be a bit dramatic. Um, and so she probably target. I feel like the company had this uh, big product reveal of some sort and she probably had planned to crash the party a little bit with that um now given the fact that it's the company uh she probably did not necessarily succeed to the degree that she had hoped um but uh at the very least, it didn't necessarily get her killed. <laughs> um, well, here's here's what I, what I will say that kind of okay. happened with this. Um, we didn't. The company decided after they retrieved the fake True Cross was that they were going to put it in museums and they were going to basically show it off going from the Louvre to the Met, a world tour, Mm -hmm. so to speak. And Kat decided that she wanted to disrupt the, the Met considering it was where she, we last saw her in New York before that she could get into truly a disruption or at least a disruption that she could watch. Um, In her pack of goodies, she found another, plane ticket and a note meet us in London at 
the new cafe. So off she sets towards London and the new London cafe. And where, when she sits down, she, she gets this feeling, this feeling of deja vu. You do anything in particular? Um, Being that it's just a feeling, she would probably like keep her guard up, but not actively like do something, you know. Um, just be like, kind of. I kind of feel like that, like that, the feeling of the the hair standing up on the back of your neck type of thing. But in, unless somebody is actively like act like moving towards her she's probably not going to take any action well you don't recognize anyone familiar in the cafe so there there are no red flags from your server or your um well anyone that you notice nobody looks familiar there's not like a weirdly Um, stylized a in her in her uh in the foam of her latte (laughs) (laughs) no um but instead of and you and you notice this time while you're drinking your 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 drink that it it doesn't feel as weird as the last time you were in this situation you you're 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 still aware of all your surroundings and when you finish um there really isn't anything that calls out to you saying that you should be here. So when you decide to leave and you walk around the block, you run into someone who just kind of is looking at you. He, he doesn't, he doesn't say much. He just kind of looks at you. But he starts following you. Do anything in particular? Being militarily trained, um, she would probably not take aggressive action, at least not outright, but would kind of lead the person following her on a bit of a bit of a merry chase, I feel like. Like maybe duck down a couple alleys or whatever. Um, see if she couldn't like pick out exactly who was following her. Okay. Um, let me take a look at something real quick. Why? Um, this one. Um, give me not that one. What's a good one here? Because you're out of here. Why don't you just give me a stealth check? Uh oh, almost an actual twenty. Um, but that is a uh twenty-five, nineteen plus six. Okay. Um This is using cat <laughs> stealth, right? <laughs> Andrew. Okay. Yeah, yes. Uh why don't you give me um an investigation uh, check with your modern day character, please. Alrighty. 
investigation. That'd be me. That yeah, Andrew. <laughs> Eighteen. Okay, so you you you've gotten away from your <laughs> uh, follower who is <laughs> fairly upset with himself. <laughs> Um, but you ran into some, you um, as you were lo- losing your tail. You run into somebody you are well aware of. You run into that black-haired, thin woman that you ran into as a barista in New York uh, just a few months prior. So I see that you're getting better. Or Very maybe good. you're just slipping. Well, maybe. But he will... Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Come. Come with me. She leads you around a couple blocks and closer to the Thames to a... Um, well, you think it's a warehouse. It looks like a warehouse. And, and you get, again, that feeling of deja vu. And as she shows you into the newer hideout with a couple of chairs, recliners that you recognize instantly as the machine. The uh, person who was following you walks into the, the room and the servant just kind of looks at him and it just says, John, you're kind of slipping. Yeah. You can't win them all. Well, at least we work as a team here. Cat, this is John. John is, uh, well, let's just say he helps a little bit farther along than where you and your old friends do. Where I hope to get you to, maybe not today, but we got some work to do. Uh, is John currently wearing a hood or is it more street clothes? <laughs> um, He would be wearing, he's got on like, black like cargo pants with a black turtleneck but over that he has like a gray like trench or like rain coat that's you know tied tied clothes and he always keep he's just keeping his hands in his pockets there is a hood on the trench coat but it's pulled back so his he's got like long black hair that's Hangs probably just about shoulder length behind him. Keeps it slick, you know, like pulled back. And then uh, probably, from what you could tell, late 30s. And salt and pepper goatee. Very nice. Um, Well? No, I I was just going to fill the silence. (laughs) (laughs) Well... I see that you have done well trying to to block the the news of the true cross, but that's nothing we need to worry about. We've taken care of that. Uh, there is something that we do that we have been hearing that has us worried, though. That we, well, we need you to help us with. Oh, uh, we're hearing news from the company that. They're looking into the Crucius Goblin. Oh, goodness. John, I can't pronounce this. You're going to have to help me here. 
Besides, he's your family. <laughs> um, the, orb. the orb. The orbit. Orbitus, Orbitus crucifix. Uh, crucif- crucifix. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the painting of Queen Elizabeth's coronation, but it's the ball with the cross that she's holding. We hear rumors that the company is trying to see if this one is the same as the one that uh, King Richard III held during his reign. We're concerned that they might be on course to another artifact. Another artifact like the cross? Luckily for us... Like, similar, but not exactly. It's, um, well, it's an orb. It's kind of palm size, uh, about the size of a coconut. Mm. Small coconut. But we're concerned that they might be on track to find another one of these that we already, we, we know they've already destroyed the one that Elizabeth had. We're concerned that if Richards is the one that if Richards is different, that they could be on track to find another one. And we can't have Mm. that. Luckily for us, we do know a little bit about the history. We're not going to jump you in blind. That's why you're the only one here. We found that your ancestor is the only one in this location at this time. What we have found is from Jonathan's DNA is that um, when King Richard III's fa- brother, sorry, when his brother died and, his, and King Edward IV's son, well, his two sons, King Edward V and his brother Richard, no, I'm sorry, not Richard. Oh, what was the name of his brother? Oh, it was Richard. It was Shrewsbury. Sorry. Hmm. They all name the same. They're just very maybe you sh- maybe uh, maybe you should have whoever does your research for you put the like print it out for you so that you have it in front of you. I found that to be very useful when I was out <laughs> yes, on my yes. missions. Well, anyway, we have this problem about where we think the Duke of York and the at that point King Edward V. They were locked in a tower and never heard from again. Well, what we have found, what we're worried is that was where King Richard III found his, well, his lovely bunch of coconut. And uh, I need it's you. actually the Globi- Globus Cruciger. Thank you, John. <laughs> I will not be calling it that. <laughs> um so faux apple yeah yeah well faux apple faux coconut well, what, well oh i'm gonna get on a sidetrack just thinking on if they would know what a coconut is at this point anyway what i need you to do is i need you to join with your ancestor as you did before but this time through the memories of, of jonathan's ancestor and see if we can't figure out exactly what this artifact is and if we need to be concerned. Okay. 
Sounds good. Y'all really are All a comedic right, so pair, so let's... Uh... Hey, yes. <laughs> yes, they... With, without... With the other two in... Well, I probably shouldn't tell you this. But the two that really liven the bunch being in... Oh, I think Massachusetts. Well, they're in North America. It kind of makes things dull and dry. But you should be used to that with ex-military. It can't all be action movies. Anyway. Anyway, please sit in your chair and let's uh, get started, shall we? Uh, around, I'm sorry, you said this was what year again? That we're going back to? Well, we know that um, the boys were taking, taken around April 29th, 1483. So, mm-hmm. why? How would Rebecca be helping out with this? Well, what we've found through. The DNA that you had so graciously left us on our last on your last visit is that Kat has some Spanish ancestry in her. One of which was one of the first members to work as well, not as the ambassador, but work with the ambassador from Spain to England. Mm. That's how Kat is able to tie into this. Gotcha. Surprisingly, the only one from your last group to have any ancestry at this location at this time. At least that would be useful to us. Yeah, well. The question is, what did she see and what did she do that we need to know? All right. So then Kat does take her seat and allow herself to get Matrix jacked in, right? Yes. Uh, John, please sit in the open seat. Um, As he goes to sit down, you see him. He pulls a holster from his belt, sets it on a side table along with two knives, and then goes to take his seat. And just, yeah, he can never be too careful when you're in these things. Is is it one of those scenes where he just keeps pulling weapons out of like nowhere? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's all that was in my inventory. And as both of you see the world fall away and and start to reform into a a different version of London, one less industrialized, please take a constitution saving throw. As the modern or historical? Uh, Modern. Natural 20. Oh, look at you Makes go. sense. John would be more experienced. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at the other end of the spectrum, with and a natural I... one. Oh. <laughs> plus three. All right. So, so what a way to start out. <laughs> that, the, so I shouldn't have had that. Well, I shouldn't have had that drink at the cafe. I now really have to. 
Uh, Cat's going to take uh, two points of exposure. <laughs> oh. All Is right. Two? So let me open three. Uh, three. Let me open up this map. Uh, I think I'm going to open up the main map that I have saved. That way it's in a little bit higher resolution. Um, okay. So you would have been... I don't want to put you that close. Oh, no, that's fine. So... Cat uh, wakes up. She's a little bit, of course, disoriented, but she's noticed that she is in the docks. She's at the, the London docks. Um, John has awoken, and he's kind of outside the city, but not very f- far outside the city. Um, actually, let's put him at uh, St. James Cathedral. So if you were to look at the map at each other, you guys, if you were to draw a straight line from each other, you're across the Thames, one in the London docks, and one across the Thames. It's Thames, Thames. I I'm hate pronouncing pretty, that one. I'm pretty sure you And the right, other one is Thames. Thames. And um, the other one is on uh, Jamaica Row, right there at St. James uh, Cathedral. Is there a way to pull this map up larger than what it's given me? Um, yep. that's a good question. Or is that open? Uh, if you click the you open original, it'll open it in go. the actual browser. Yep. But the quality I have is go. not very good. Like I can't see street names or anything like that. No. Okay. Um, yeah, I had to dumb it down for uh, for Discord. By, Let me go see. Go by it. quadrant. See if I can get no, I know what I want to do. Where is my drive? Throw a copy in my drive and then send you both a link. Nope. Wait, is that the right one? Yeah, that's the right one. Do do less than a minute. I debated about trying a Spanish accent, but not. <laughs> I'm going in and out of a odd accent. Yeah, so. I, I, I heavily debated, <laughs> and I'm like, do I really want... I am a white-ass guy. Like, do I really want to risk... <laughs> I am not a professional voice actor. I really probably shouldn't be trying to do this. At least not on a thing. I don't want to insult anybody. So I'm just... If I'd spent time, I would have listened to some to try and I, I tend to pick up accents. The problem is if I'm trying to do it just straight off, I end up mixing between like a, a mix of Great Britain dialects and like Aussie. Yeah, I um, if I was doing if my character was going to be local to London in the time period, I would have been able to pull something out. Um, but I'd it made more sense for her to be spain um like i i can do the 
the the I could speak Spanish in Spain. Oh, there we go. Like Spain style Spanish, which is with the slight lisp. But um but yeah, mm. no, it, I I'm going to just keep it like straightforward just because I don't want to risk mispronouncing something or saying somebody or saying something wrong, you know. I don't I don't want to get it, get myself or anybody mm. else in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I found London Docks. Where the heck's St. James? So St. James, if you go almost directly south, um, probably one cube, you'll see the the light bl- uh, light blue. It's like highlighter, Jamaica Row Street. Yeah. St. James is a little bitty uh, black square. Okay, I found it. Yeah, found, I found it. it. All right. Ah, yes. Okay. So one of us is there and the other one is at the London Dock? Yeah. Yeah, you're okay. at the London Dock. Cool. Um, yeah, we're, that's all we're going to say about why you're there. Because you don't know. <laughs> and I'm just outside St. James sitting on a charger. Yeah, we've we've replayed this memory enough that you should know an idea on why you're there oh, and yeah. you just, you realize that you have gotten to, you, you can only get so far without help. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to do? Um, well, how, so I would have additional knowledge from having already visited this. Right. So, I would, through my ancestors' contacts within the various embassies and such, I would know that somebody would would be arriving at the docks that I should go meet. Yes. So I would end up probably, like, I was at St. James just, uh, like... You were waiting to watch... I was watching the docks and now return to my horse that I left at St. James. Yep. And then I would probably start working up uh, Jamaica Row to. Oh, I did a dumb thing. London Bridge to cross yeah, over the docks. Because I put you guys way away from the bridge. No, that's no worries. I mean, it's. <laughs> Just catch a cab. Middle aged London. It's only less, it's maybe half a mile to the dock or bridge. Yeah, and it. <laughs> okay. So are you going to do anything uh, since you're kind of lost and not sure what you're, what you, you know, the time period, you know, um, you get an idea that you're, you're at the docks because of, of what you're seeing. Um, Is there anything in particular that you want to do before? um, I'm just kind of waiting. Um, Well, like we established, my character does not know anything about where she currently like she doesn't know why her ancestor is where they where she is um correct so well actually before we get um going one thing that um before you ask questions you are um cats cats smart enough to look at what she's wearing and and what she looks so why don't you describe your character to us um she is uh Isabel is a uh is about five six, 
Um, she's approximately 25-ish in age. Uh, she has long black hair that she keeps braided into like a tight bun on the back of her head. Um, she is incredibly athletic and, uh, with a Spanish complexion and, um, and hazel eyes. Um, she has a tattoo on the left side of her face. Um, and her, she wears a, uh, primarily white and leather brown, uh, with accents of red outfit. Um, and she keeps, she largely keeps a hood on her head though, you know, for a, a hood that's connected to like a, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like a cape, except it's like, a, it's almost like a scarf around her, her shoulders that hangs down like a cape almost. Would you call it a cloak? Yes. Thank you. That is exactly the word I was looking for. A cloak. Um, and with a hood on it. Thank you. My brain just completely spaced on the word cloak. <laughs> um, she has a rapier hanging at her uh, hip and a uh, bow and quiver strung, slung to her back. Um, the uh, She's very much wearing the style of clothing of uh, the Brotherhood. Um, but that would cat know that I don't remember. Would cat actually know that there's kind of a mm -hmm. uniform except not. She wouldn't know what the uniform would have been at this time. Okay. But for the, then that's for the audience to know. She's kind of dressed like the brotherhood. Yeah. Um, just as a note to help, uh, to help visualize this, I based her design uh, Isabel's design very heavily off of um, the Assassin's Creed movie with Michael Fassbender in it, um, which is why I was comfortable putting like a tattoo on her face and stuff like that. Because uh, yeah, we're we're close there. We're ten years. Uh, off if we're in eighty three, yeah, about nine ish years. Yeah. Um. Okay, so now that we know what Isabel looks like. What is um, what do you kind of looks at herself and says, well, at least I got style and at least I'm in an area of the world that speaks English. Um, <laughs> she kind of she goes through her pockets a little bit to see if there's any hint to what her character is supposed to be doing. Like if she has any like an, a folded piece of paper with an address on it or anything like that. Um, any hint to like where she's what she's supposed to be doing and where she's supposed to be going. Uh, she finds a note um, that states that she has a meeting, a secret meet. Well, it doesn't say that it's a secret meeting. She says that um, to arrive at London bridge on um, the, at the beginning of May, and to sit under um, sit the corner at uh, along the Thames at London Bridge that she is to meet with a English representative of the Brotherhood. Okay. Um, so she's gonna, she's gonna 
is there <laughs> is there a tall structure I can crawl uh, can climb to the top climb outside the uh uh building to the uh top of to get my bearings? Um what is is that? That says basin, so that's not gonna work. Um Yeah, those are I, I was gonna say there should be um you can I I wouldn't go there. I was gonna say there should be a uh ah there it is. Um, I believe that's St. George's Church, just to the north okay. of the docks. That should be tall enough okay. for you to get your bearings. I, I will. I would like to climb. I would like to scale the external of this church in order to get to the highest point. In order to uh, get maybe a uh, to to get my bearings and find where I would need to go to get to London Bridge. Let's just do a dexterity check. Okay. Using Isabel's stats. That is a straight dexterity is a 23. 18 plus 5. Okay. Uh, you have absolutely no problem uh, scaling this um, this church. You, you kind of... It, it, the stones almost feel like the stones that you used to climbing in Spain. Fair. Almost like there's an intentionally uh, when you, created path up the side of the building with with a almost uh, <laughs> um, with a, with a nice perch that birds land on at the top. Yep. It, 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 and once you get to the top, you you're, you're just kind of scanning, and you you can see some major landmarks of of London at the time. You you see the Tower of of London just east, uh, west of the docks. And then just a little bit farther west of the tower, you see this bridge uh, that you assume is the bridge that you're you're looking for because of all the traffic that's on it. Okay. Um, I look for a quick way down, and barring that, I will climb my way down and make my way. Yeah, I'm not going to give you another... <laughs> Check on that one. That, that's just mean. Oh no, you slipped five feet away. You fell. You hurt yourself. No, we're not. We're, we won't it's do that. Ten feet minimum damage. Well, yes. <laughs> like she could twist her ankle. You don't know. <laughs> not me. With kind of be like, oh, sorry, not we there's not a leap one. of faith stack of hay. Um, uh, not not here. Um, most of everything that's going on in the dock is just all sealed up, ready to go on to shipping fair. containers. Very fair. So yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going great. to carefully. Uh, also, to be fair, I don't think Cat would be knowledgeable enough about assassins, or sorry, the Brotherhood, to uh, oh. to know about a leap of faith. I I also don't think Cat's crazy enough to yeah, no. jump. <laughs> so yeah, no, she climbs carefully down the. Uh, Oh, it was going to be fun. Oh, well. Uh, she climbs her way down the building. <laughs> I, uh, I I feel so, like she does take a look over the edge and is just like, oh, that'd be cool if this was a video game. But nah, I'm not going to risk it. And just like climbs her way down slowly. <laughs> well, the thing about that is she also remembers what happened when. Um, oh, who was oh, it that right. died? Um. I don't remember. <laughs> oh no! Someone. One of her comrades they're gonna, had. Uh, they're gonna hear one this. Of, one of. It's been a while. It has been a while. 
and 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 we had um i forgot to i i've i've had a i've had a long few days so i have not had a chance to actually rewatch at all so i don't remember really anything other than like what the important oh it was it was christoph's um oh goodness what was the name of Christoph's would they character. would the characters still be in the campaign? Well, I'm I'm taking a look to see if if uh, the name of their their edited person was that's MP3. So, oh, Flor uh, Florine de Burgundy because she fell yes. off the wall. That's right. And then she died in a final stand, right. and and Cat remembers what happened to. That Chris wasn't wasn't really the same when he came back out of the right. of the machine. So she wouldn't make that jump, thinking, "Well, if it's going to kill me, I don't want to yeah, end up fair. like that." That's fair. <laughs> this is not a video game. I don't want to get messed up. Yeah, I'm just going to climb down. <laughs> um. So yeah, she she climbs down and then makes her way over to the bridge. It just so happens that as you are, um getting to um not that one well you're coming out in front of fishmonger's hall right there by the london bridge and you just kind of turn and sit when um you see a um well he looks like a gentleman he, he's high up in, in his horse and his back is straight and he's just slowly trotting along And he, he just kind of gives you this this odd look, um, kind of like he knows who you are, even though you don't know who you are. Yeah, um, yeah. What you would see is a gray, like war horse. Um, the man sitting on his back appears to be young, maybe twenties, early twenties. Um, he, he's got leather back chain mail on, but no, no headgear of any kind. He's got black hair, almost similar, maybe a younger version of the man, John, you had met almost. Um, he's got a cloak and which is pinned at the neck and on the pin is a set of arms. Okay. Is it a, uh, uh, one moment. Um, no, it's a, it's a specific set. Um, I'm actually, I'm going to post it here. Um, and then on just so, barely you can see on his left hip is a looks like a long sword, but seems shorter with an extended hilt. It's a hand and a half. And then there's a crossbow that's behind his saddle hanging. Um, he just kind of gives you a studious kind of look up and down and slight hint of recognition, maybe. For those listening, the Coda Arms kind of—it's it, got a couple phoenixes on it. It's got a couple dragons. Um, it's crowned. Uh, it's 
it's yeah. one that if you know the history of the time period would belong to the Earl of Rivers. And the, the Woodville, Woodville family. family. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he just um, kind of after that fleeting look of recognition is just uh, would you by chance be a traveler who just recently arrived today from our southern neighbors? Um, it, uh, Isabel just kind of cocks her head to the side and uh, looks you up and down with this try, kind of trying to judge uh how capable you are of wielding that sword you have on your hip and uh then she just kind of uh nods and says with a with with an era and location appropriate accent that the player of the character is not even going to attempt um <laughs> says uh Yes. Um, Is she saying this in English or the in initial her yes would probably be in the native tongue of the, in Spanish, <clears throat> but then she would carry on in English, um, and does Cat know any other language besides English? Yes, I don't remember. Cat is actually. Uh, let me double check my notes on Cat. She is. Uh, yes, Kat would know some Spanish, uh, as she has, uh, uh, Puerto Rican ancestry and a more recent Puerto Rican ancestry. Um, but also obviously, yeah. So, so yeah, she would know some, at least some Spanish. Um, maybe. Okay. So just seeing her go see makes, makes sense. Okay. Um, Uh, I would just look down and also just, and, uh, and traveler, if I may, what is truth? Ooh, I'm going to, I'm going to need the DMS help on that. Cause player knows the answer <laughs> would cat. Um, or would is, I, I feel like Isabel I... would know, but would cat know the answer? Actually, let's let's do a history okay. check. Uh, history is an intelligence thing, so that would be cat's history. Yes. Uh, eleven. Okay, um, and then roll a, a d six for me. Five. Okay, so that's uh, um, cat is able to understand the hmm. riddle and what the answer is by um, the data that she's getting from the animus through um, okay. Isabel, and but unfortunately she's she's going to take uh, three points of. Um, 
Ooh, exposure. I'm already almost equal to the exposure I got from Rebecca. I'm excited. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, you you got really, really, you did really well with uh, that one. So, yes. I think you were the lowest on that. But Yes, yeah, I, with Rebecca, I only got a plus seven, and I think everybody else was in the double digits. Um, yeah. But anyway, so... Uh, in a moment of almost desynchronization, almost desynchronization between Kat and Isabel, uh, Isabel replies saying, uh, nothing is true. So you would say it is a lie then. You can continue with it. Without yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think of how I want to phrase this. Um, okay. I would personally say that a lie is uh, that nothing being true does not mean that it is a lie. It means that it is uh based in one's own perception however i was uh my brain is going no you, you, come on work <laughs> um <laughs> sorry my my brain keeps alt f4ing in the middle of a thought um you, you... You're put on the spot, and, and it's like, oh, it's no. Like, <laughs> it's like someone saying, hi, what's your name? And me going, who am I? <laughs> um, um, literally, my brain is just shouting, nothing is true. Everything is permitted over and over and over again. And it's like, that's not helpful. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think honestly I feel like she just kind of leaves it with what she said about her personal view and just to, just at the very least to see what happens <laughs> if for no other reason okay. than to le let the player not have to think anymore <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just nods and goes silence is sometimes the wisest answer <laughs> <laughs> and then um it gets down off the horse and grabs the reins and extends a hand uh she extends her uh the the appropriate hand you didn't say, say which hand you extended so she is, extends the appropriate hand uh and i'm assuming shakes your hand um in in his case i would say like there's an awkward moment because he would just grip like the fingers ah, fair to just the inherent noble, like background of the, the way fair. things are feeling. Very fair. How, <laughs> however, I feel like Isabel would be very much, no, I'm your friend. Shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's that awkward moment where someone wants to do one of those special handshakes and you're like, uh, what? <laughs> At least he didn't go for a uh, hand kiss. Might have ended up with a fist in the face. I don't know. 
<laughs> um, yeah. I don't know if they did roll, that da- roll damage. No, um, <laughs> roll initiative between the two player characters. Uh, that was a fast story. <laughs> so this is how this guy died in history, right? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> um, I will also say that now that you're this close to her. Um, and you're shaking her hand, you will probably note on her left wrist the... Uh, hold on, before you go there, uh, give Fine. me a um, perception check. Alright. <laughs> uh, as historical? Uh, perception falls under... Wisdom. Um, perception is wisdom. wisdom. No, as... Uh, as, as the char- modern day character. Okay. And you said perception. Yeah. Yay. Those were my dump stats. <laughs> Not me over here just assuming that because of the, char- oh. the character's history so far. 18. 18? Okay. Oh, nice. So you, you can continue. He will okay. notice it. Uh, yeah, just, just to clarify, I was over here just assuming that between the past character and the modern character, how he's been presented to me, that he would just notice it inherently. So, <laughs> good catch, good catch. I wasn't even thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, on the left, uh, on her left wrist, you do note the uh, a very recognizable gauntlet on her uh, left wrist. Um and this gauntlet clues you in on this is the person that you had written uh, a few weeks ago. Well, I must say it's glad that I was able to find you so quickly. Streets are rather busy after all. Big city. Um, as you two are sitting in a, well, almost sort of an embrace, as you as you separate, you you see a pair of guards come around the corner of um, of the fishmongers hall, and he just one of them just kind of squints a little bit, and goes, "Hey, oi, I know that sigil." You're not supposed to be here. And they draw their swords. Roll for initiative. That's historical? Uh, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. God. Five. <laughs> I get a bad roll. Two good rolls and a bad roll. I, that's how it goes, though. Uh... Mine yeah. is actually a dirty 20. Okay. Um, um, that means you go first. Okay. So, uh, Isabel, as if by instinct rather than uh, conscious action, I feel like she kind of just disappears into the shadow a little bit, you know? Um, and so I would like to basically putting it in D and D terms. I would like to use my action to hide. Okay, uh, is that everything? Just 
hide uh, in this round? Well, I would have to roll st- a stealth check. Um, so, yes. But yeah, go ahead. And and then other than that, uh, I will, of course, draw my... Yeah, I'll draw my bow and get it ready for an attack. But at this point, I just kind of want to... I just kind of want to wait and see what happens. Okay. Um, so why don't you give me that uh, okay. that stealth roll? Yeah. And hold on, I'm just double checking something. It's been a minute since I've played uh, this the the ranger class. Um, uh, da, da, da. Yeah. No, I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. 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 Rangers do not get to bonus action hide. So yeah. No. Uh, it's uh yeah okay so stealth is a 21 okay you have absolutely no problem with 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 your your hiding uh the two guards look at at uh your companion and they just go where'd your friend go no matter you're the one we're looking for anyway and um, come with us. And they they just kind of approach. Um, jeez, what's your AC? Sixteen. <laughs> and and they just they just they they come closer, but they 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 just they're not able to get a hold of you. They're they're just. They're, they they look like they're kind of slow it, and like their their mind isn't really um, contemplating how lucky they are to to have found you. I mean, Jared also turn. depending on the time of day, maybe they're a little. Maybe they just got out of a pub or something. <laughs> um, so I'm actually going to like quickly just slap my horse on the rear and send it at one of the guards while drawing my sword to engage the other one. Okay. Um, I need to go to, uh, how far away are they? Um, I would say that at this point, um, after their turn, they're let's say within 10 feet. Oh, and of course, I don't actually have the thing up for horses. So I'm just going to say I'm using the horse as, an extra- as a distraction as opposed to an actual, like, weapon. Okay. Um, so I send the horse, like, creaning at them, draw my sword, and move in to make uh, attack on the one on the right. Okay. Uh, And that is going to be a 17 to hit. That will hit. Uh, for nine damage. He, um, why don't you uh, describe the, the action for us? Uh, he's not uh, in good. He's not in good shape. After um, your attack. I draw and just quickly and like deftly just step in with a quick thrust you know, while he's surprised, like right down into the hip. Okay. And then draw back to ready for another 
another attack on my next turn. All right, that brings us back to uh, okay. Isabel. Following her companion's lead, uh, she is going to attempt the non-lethal route um, and pull a from her she has this bag on her hip that i may have forgotten to mention but she'll reach into that bag and pull out some a um uh i forget the word for it but it's a uh is it a, is it, actually is it called a bola i think the it's a thing you yeah yep two balls yeah. on a, on a she kind of yeah it's a it's a little device that she has like she has rudimentarily crafted of that it combines that makes Ebola able to be shot through a bowstring from a bow basically, um, and mechanically I'm essentially casting ensnaring strike on my next attack, um, but you know magic not D and D I mean D and D magic versus not Assassin's Creed so <laughs> she. As long as you have a realistic it, it, it way makes, of making it, makes it work. Yep. <laughs> so she she kind of affixes this device to uh, her arrow and uh, takes the uh, takes and makes an attack um, with her bow. You said these they were ten feet away from were previously ten feet away from the companion, and since she stepped away to hide, she's probably still not in melee range with him correct yeah i i would okay. i would agree with so that. yeah uh so yeah i'm gonna make a uh longbow attack against uh against them using the ensnaring strike okay now is that um so what how it works uh for the ensnaring strike i cast the spell and my next weapon attack uh ensnares the target essentially um the target must if i if the attack succeeds the target must make a strength saving throw or be restrained okay all right what do you got so to hit is uh uh, math. It's math, is what it is. Um, yes, sixteen plus rocks. nine. Uh, <laughs> it. That's okay. It. That's uh, it. The ancient math. <laughs> and uh, it does. Oops, I didn't mean to do that. That was a misclick. Um, it does still do damage. Um, yep. And so let me go ahead and roll for. Sorry, I'm are reading you, this as I'm doing. Are you attacking hmm? the? That, that's fine. Are you attacking the one that was just stabbed, or, or I'll the attack other the one? other one so that they can't? Because uh, it seems like he's a directly engaged with the one. The other one, I don't want him getting double teamed. Essentially, so I okay. will. I will try to remove the 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 not the one that has not already been attacked. Um. Okay. So yeah, longbow damage is one d eight plus five. Oh no! Uh, again, I'm going for non lethal here. So if his hit point is hit zero, I want him unconscious, mm -hmm. please. Oh. Uh huh. Uh, so yeah, I say that because I just rolled max damage. <laughs> so eight plus five is 12? Uh, yeah. No, thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, thirteen. So he's at negative two. <laughs> 
Um, uh, thematically, can we say that the like, well, that they, yeah yeah I could specify and, under the and rules he, and he failed his his so yeah he he's he's entrapped um he he's prone uh he he he's just not able to move you can't tell if he's dead or just unconscious maybe he hit his head as he fell over <laughs> um yeah. okay. I really am trying to go not so. lethal. <laughs> anyway. No, so long as you specify under yeah. the rules, it yeah. will stop at zero yeah. hit points. So he... Uh, uh, unless you hit them with like a super Yeah, if you double attack. their hit points, then you're in trouble. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's my action, my bonus action. Um... For my movement, I'm going to, since I can't rehide, um, I'm going to, mechanically, <coughs> I'm actually going to essentially, like, be, re- like, make it look, basically make a threatening motion, essentially, M- uh, threatening stance, not motion, Stan- uh, kind of come out from the shadows with my bow and arrow ready, you know, at- on the remaining guard just kind of be like I got you next man <laughs> kind of well that remaining guard just kind of screams in pain and anger and he just he rears back with his um with his spear uh are you do you have your shield out I do not have a shield okay I couldn't remember if you had a shield or not nope. so he he just kind of does does this thrust, but because you have um, impaled his thigh, he he's got no support, and he just kind of stumbles forward about two feet and use and move instead of like spearing you, he ends up having to use it to stabilize himself to keep um, from falling over. That makes it your turn. All right, uh, twenty two to hit. <laughs> Okay. It was almost nat 20. <laughs> um, Not quite crit. <laughs> all right. So I, I'm basically, as he's steadying himself, I quick step back, draw the sword back out, do a reverse, and just come down with the pommel. I'm assuming he's wearing a helm, like, okay. you know, one of the bucket helms or whatever. And I'm going for non-lethal because I'm not trying to kill him because he's just a guard. And I, from what I know from replaying the memories, I'm not necessarily wanted. It's more there's just a lot of stuff going on. And I don't want to end up screwing things up. So I just come down and just crack him right on the top of the Helm with for six damage from the uh, he, pommel. He, he, and he drops just like a sack of rocks. He drops. <laughs> and both guards are now um, lying prone. So, so that's it. We won the campaign, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm just going to do a quick scan make sure nobody else like no other guards are coming right at the moment and begin sheathing my sword um what do you have um 
what is your passive investigation? Nine. <laughs> yeah, give me an investigation check. <laughs> Those were my dump stats for that character. Uh, it would be... Um, uh, it would, 17. And is that using your modern day investigation? No. Use your modern yeah, day investigation. That's a, uh, intelligence and wisdom, we use our moderns. Yeah, I forgot. So that would be a dirty 20. Okay. Um, at this point... Um, You've noticed a few people step out of the fishmonger's, um, I keep calling it the fishmonger's hut. It's a fishmonger's hall. And they just kind of, they, they, they see what's going on and they just turn right back inside. Like they, they don't <laughs> see what they saw. We, we weren't here. You weren't here. Nobody was here. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Yes. <laughs> um, also for, for, theming can i say that when talking to um what was your noble rank duke earl. Was an earl. When talking to the earl initially when we were shaking hands the hood was down but as soon as the guards showed up and i dipped into the shade i pulled up the hood so the hood is currently up just for you know drama okay. yeah that makes <laughs> sense it makes sense that isabel would do that or cat yeah. would do that um, but, uh, so I guess, what do you guys do next? What do you guys do now? So, so there's where the confusion is. It's like, as the historical character, there's plenty of things I'd love to do, but being as a player in the body, just like, so the special, <laughs> the, the, the thing about your, um, modern day character is they do know what has happened to the historical character at this point, because you've relived mm -hmm. this memory up till um, almost up until this point. Mm -hmm. um, so you, if you want to explain a little bit of what, you know, um, that makes sense because that'll also um, that knowledge will impart. Um, um to help decide what the modern day character with would do. With my investigation check, would I notice any open carts with hay bales or hay piles or um, carts of them. fish? Um, you would absolutely see um, open um, open fish stalls. Like storage, not yeah. necessarily for shopping. Correct. So I'm just going to grab one, start dragging him over to throw him into one of them. <laughs> and hope that um she gets the gets well the as you're doing that um isabel is going to kind of gesture at the one who's all gift wrapped and be like <laughs> is there any information we need to get out of them or you know um well, you can search them if you want. I just figure these are uh, probably rather low-level guards, yes. but not a bad idea, I guess. So, by your <laughs> by your demeanor, does that mean that uh, you you uh, you know why they were looking for you? Um. Well, let, let's. I, I'd say let's 
clean up the mess before we have this discussion. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm just thinking we're in the middle of the open here. And if anybody else happens, that along, is a very good point. <laughs> um, I'm going, I would like to check on the guard that I gift wrapped quite neatly. Um, and sorry, I just, <laughs> I just made myself choke on my own spit because I just, I forgot that I had a, a feat that would have made a crit very nasty. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, I was going to check on the guy. Um, I was checking on him. Is he alive? Um, let's take a look. Why don't you... Uh, give me a medicine, medicine check. check. Okay, that is a wisdom thing, so I would be using cat. It's a wisdom score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the same. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Thirteen. Um, you can feel a uh, slight pulse. Okay. Being satisfied, but he is unconscious. Like if I reclaimed my bola yeah like he looks like he's uh asleep and you and you see a lump starting to form a, a, around on his head okay. um all right cool yeah. cool cool then so i'm going to um i am going to apologize to him um reclaim you leave a no, note. No, I'm just you know I'm, you know how when, when they're dead, no, when, you know how when they're dead, the brotherhood is just like Requiem Scott oh, and Pache. Okay, um, oh, right. She's just gonna be like sorry yeah. and just kind of remove the bola and then like carry him over and dump him into the fish thing. Um, actually, actually, could I like slip a few coins into his pocket as an apology? I mean, okay. If yeah, you want to? I'm just gonna I'm gonna do that. Like, just put like be like, I know you're just doing your job. I'm sorry. Here, hopefully, this will you know help with any medical charges, <laughs> or at least buy you a nice cup of tea or something. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think you would be on his <laughs> mind at that point. <laughs> no, but still. <laughs> anyway, okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I would end up like going over and fetching my horse and then just like gesturing towards like an alley off the main road just so we can get into some kind of cover. Um, okay. Would I know of any kind of a safe house or a safe location in this area? How much would Isabel know? Yes, I'm towing that ex uh, um, exposure line again. Isabel would know where um, uh, where they would be considering putting the okay. embassy and would know that that would be um, safe enough for conversations okay. like this. Um, anyway, well, so you guys <laughs> you guys have made it to um, what is essentially uh, being scouted for the uh, um, the Spanish um uh, ambassador's home maybe not necessarily where he'll be working but where he plans okay. on living um which means that i would probably have my own little space here um yes so yeah i will i will 
making sure that we stick to the shadows and stuff. Uh, I will. Did you give me that history oh, sh- roll yet? Shoot. Uh, I rolled it, then didn't give you the number. Um, history for cat is a dirty 20, 18 plus two. Okay, so you, it's well. At least you rolled that high. Now give me a, a good D six. No, actually, give me a D four, um, because of that high of a roll. Okay. Let's go D four. I also have a big D one hundred, you know, golf ball sized thing. If you need me to roll that, ever, I, I want one of those. To be <laughs> my honest, my only problem with it is that it's not it, the numbers on it aren't red, and the store that I got it from didn't have red. Because oh. red, my whole thing is I'm the Crimson Knight. You're right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it makes me sad that it wasn't red. Uh, that's a one on a D4. Well, good for you. So you take one point of, of exposure. Uh, exposure. Oops. So I am now even with Rebecca. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you guys have made it to um, the ambassador's home. Um, what do you do? Uh, uh, I, yeah, I would say I'd follow you yeah. in, and then uh, um, I, we would, I would probably have my own like have scouted my own like stealthy way in and out, um, because yes, there would absolutely be uh, hidden entrances and exits to your yep. living quarters. Uh, so, would it be possible for me to roll like a group stealth check for both him and I? Um, or something like that? Or would you say no roll is um, necessary? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, no, actually, no roll is okay. necessary. I don't, I don't think that's going to so, yeah, be necessary I, Yeah, I don't think you want me to roll stealth with my historical <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, I got that feeling. Um, Chainmail yeah. sucks. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I do uh, lead him in to where I know would be a safe place to talk openly. Um, and once we are there, um, I would say that it's a kind of a Spartan, like, basically there's a cot, a couple of very plain wooden chairs, and a small table with a lamp on it. Um, and uh, she she just kind of is like, okay, so uh, want to explain? Uh, on walking in, he would like undo his sword belt and just kind of like drape, like hold, hang it from the back of a chair and then have a seat. Um, so at this current point in time, my ancestor is recently appointed the Earl of Rivers and my brother and my cousin, my brother being the predecessor, uh, was recently arrested. Um, the Lord Protector is making a bid for power. Uh, my nephews have been locked in the Tower of London to await the coronation of Edward V. And my guess is, is the, that Richard, the Lord Protector, has probably put word out to keep an eye out for anybody of the Woodville family skulking around 
while he's doing whatever he is doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, this this is actually an Im- a question that I need the DM to remind me of because I do not recall um, how... I know that it is Cat inside of Isabel's body, um, but would Cat have recognized this man before this moment? Would have would Cat have recognized this man as the person that she as John? She would have recognized um, a little bit of the features because um, they look okay. very similar, and like you could you could see that. Um, that there is a slight familiar uh familial resemblance okay fair enough um okay so uh cat through isabel's face is going to be like i see so then what is our next step so so based on our prior stuff, what we know is that there may or may not be an apple in with Edward V DM. Um yeah, that's okay. Where you just kinda of hear in above your head, then you go uh, it sounds like um a servant is like uh yes, um we're worried about the um coconut so to speak being in the tower of london and we fear that edward is making a play for it with or richard is making a play for it with uh against his nephew um i would look at um and just um as far as we've gotten in the memory so far was meeting on the bridge. This is all new. Um, Historically, from our own research, there's really not a lot on my ancestor at this point, so we haven't been able to unlock anything further, which is why I think we needed you here to progress. Um, From my own thoughts... I don't know how far this is going to go historically, but I would almost think we need to get into the tower to try and find Edward and his brother. That would be my Fair thought. Um, so just the simple, simple task of breaking into the tower of London. <laughs> you want us to steal the yes. declaration of independence while we're at it? No, that was, that that was last week. So do we have an idea on what we're doing now? Uh, or have you agreed on you? you yeah, we're stealing the Declaration of Independence, what right? Needs to be hub. Sorry. I'm sorry. You, you Ahmet's going to be so mad she missed this. Um, um, uh, uh, we're breaking into I, the Tower of London. Have yes. To things out. So do you or, do you guys want to talk about how or do you want to just fast forward? Well, either we got to scope it out and get an idea of the lay of the land 
or maybe play my ancestors position to an advantage i'm, that's, um, I'm i would sure. actually kind i i know this is um probably the last minute to to include this recommendation but we could take a page how we do this we could take a page out of the blades in the dark uh system oh with the, the flashbacks um, memory yeah, so flashbacks. like we could just balls to the wall, go in, and then flash back to how we prepared for the thing, if you wanted to. But that's up to the DM to decide. I'm um, fine regardless. It was just an idea that popped in my head just now. I think the best thing to do is to just kind of move forward and go into... Um, Basically, let's fast forward to a more recent memory. Okay. Basically, when your memory is fast forwarded to uh, you come to your two characters standing on top of the Royal Mint, overlooking the, the tower and the the inner wall, the outer wall, the, the moat. And you really only see uh, one dry way in um, being the the bridge on the or uh, what they call the I think it's called the Traders Bridge. The West End. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's take two of those. Uh, um, and you don't see, like, it looks like it's kind of in the middle of a shift change um, because you know, because uh, you, you only see one guard. I uh, <laughs> walking along the, you, the do you, ramparts. Do you want me to help you out with that? You could have it be groups of guards like that you just night. rolled. Well, I legitimately only rolled a one, so I it doesn't matter if it's one, one group of guards. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. One group of three. That's fine. We're trying to be nice um, to the DM. Night. <laughs> I. I'm a goodness gracious. I can't roll. Any- Maybe you should have okay. us roll for your so you for, the, one- for the NPCs. <laughs> That should help or you get... could roll for each oh, that's side true. of the... Also, there's well, the element well, of that's, in that's sight. Right. So you're only seeing the one... The You, you see the bridge, but you only see one group um, between you and the bridge. That's all you really see. Um, and that, that's really all that you see. You, you don't... You don't hear a lot of commotion coming out of the mint. It's later at night, and it seems like um, if you were gonna, if there were gonna be more people out, it would be you're you're kind of in the the hour where you'd either have need to have been in six hours earlier or six hours later. Well, there's always the straightforward approach in which we just get ourselves arrested. <laughs> Said in character, by I don't the think way. They bring here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, my thought was, is trying to sneak you in while I play on my position. But if you walked into the Tower of London, wouldn't, because of the fact that guards were looking for you, wouldn't you just get arrested anyway? Well, from my, from the study we have is my ancestor wasn't actually punished by... The Lord Protector. There. So my thought was, is I could play up on that of I've been given permission 
say to visit my nephew mm. or something as an act of good faith by the Lord Protector. Or I mean, we could. Meanwhile, you with all your stealth could then be giving me Overwatch. I mean, why go for lying when we could maybe go knock on his door and see if we can't uh, convince him to actually give us permission to go see your your ancestor's relative. Um, like how, what's our timeline here? She's, a, she's asking, she's like, uh, you said beginning of May, right? Yeah. Like how, how quickly are we wanting this done? Like, are we wanting it done by morning oh. or like, do we have a few days to mess with this? I don't know. I was hoping. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking maybe a quick in and out would be our best okay. opportunity. From what we know of history, who knows how long we have? They only just got yeah, here. Uh, my my question historically: What part of the beginning of May are we at? Um, because when they arrived, it was the fourth of May, and Edward was put into the bishop's apartments. And then was shortly moved later at Buckingham's suggestion to the actual main tower. I would say somewhere around the 4th. That'd be fine with me. And he's on his own right now in May because his brother wasn't brought there until later. Uh, when was uh, the Duke of Salisbury brought in? I guess I thought they came in at the same time. Um, in June. Okay. He, he, um, the queen was tricked into, uh, handing him over in like June. Yeah. It looks, yep. He was handed over on the 16th June, of June 16th. Yep. All right. Um, and then Richard was crowned on July. So that's probably around the time the boys were gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Well, if this is a quick in and out job, essentially, and you're wanting us to be done, if we're and you're wanting, and it's the sooner the better, you know, then we should probably forego the front door option entirely, and just take the back. The problem is, is based on our information from our historical checks, we're going to have to ascertain whether he's in the bishop's quarters or in the actual tower. Hmm. So the problem is, I don't know of any with the moat. I don't know of an easy way outside of coming in from the Thames, and then we got to work through the entire complex to get to that building. Because there is a river access. True. Over on the map, it'd be uh, by forty-one. Hmm. Right. Hmm. We could, well, hmm. it's at this point that Cass just like, God, I missed my smartphone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, just hack my way into this system. Give us permission to be there. Um, this isn't Watch Dogs. 
don't know. <laughs> generic hactivist group. Um, generic unnamed hacktivist group. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could try to scale the walls, but we'd still have the problem of the right. moat. <sighs> um, and getting across the moat without being seen. Um, DM, I would like to take a... Uh, reconnaissance run around the perimeter of the walls just to see if I can note any potential br- uh, uh, not breachable but uh, climbable ways like any potential paths over or through the walls that are not necessarily obvious okay why don't you give me um, first a stealth check to see if you were caught and then an investigation. Okay. Stealth deck. would be with Isabel. Uh, and then um, an investigation would be with Kat. So there's just no way in there. Yeah, it looks like there's so, two landward entrances on the east and west. Oh, yep, I see it now. I think the one on the east would be a good one to look at. Yep. Yep, and then the one on the south, that's your... It, the water it's, entry. It's the water entrance. Probably isn't it the main entrance now? Might be. Because the Thames is lower. I mean it looks like it based on the other image. Or maybe not. I'm not sure. I mean it's just it's all mm-hmm. I think we need a trip to yeah, London. We can we can just uh like finance a, a quick trip to uh for business <laughs> expenses, right? Business expense a trip to London yeah, for yeah, the three yeah. of us, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh. okay. Uh so, yeah, stealth let's... check using Isabel's stats. Um eighteen plus seven. Okay. So you're not getting caught with this. Um so what what is your investigation? The investigation was check? with cat because intelligence uh 16. Okay, so why don't you um give us a description on what your um your route is. Okay, so on how you do your investigation. We probably well not we. Uh cat being um, from the military uh, in the modern day, um, she uh, would would know how to essentially case a joint, um, and uh, so she would. Pr- she wouldn't want to get too close, right? Because the minute you lose uh, the building cover is the minute you start to stand out. Um, so she would probably go from, uh, as best she can, from rooftop to rooftop, uh, getting looking for um, anything that would stand out as a, as a potential um, like path up the walls, essentially. Like maybe there's some loose bricks or something like that, um, but she would kind of do like uh, if you look at the um, at the city map around the tower, she'd probably like uh, where that red highlighter is. She'd probably start there and then go around um, around the uh, around to the north and then 
back around to the uh, east. So from in front of the Royal Met, working your way clockwise, uh, counterclockwise around like Tower yeah, Hill, and basically, yeah. and uh, okay, okay. So on your route around the building, you really don't you don't see a lot from like scalable, um, like handholds. Once you get around to the southwest corner, you, you kind of look at. Uh, a couple darker bricks, but you, you can't. You, it looks like it's just too far away from the internal ground that um, it makes it unlikely that you wouldn't that you would be able to get through there unnoticed. Uh, when you get around to the southeast of the building of the building of the the tower of the complex, you notice one little tower. Now the door is drawn shut, but you can make out a handhold around the northern side of the tower and you don't see any guards on this tower but it's clear that you that you could um climb okay. without an issue the problem would be at that point would be to just get to there um you easily get back to the royal mint at the um north east corner so it, it's just a matter of going down the east side of the building you could probably get there uh, without being seen, your um, the problem that you might run into is that it's not right. just you. All right, so I, I catch my companion up on what I've found. Um, the uh, you're talking that southeast bridge tower. Yeah. Okay. The the land tower. Hmm. Um. I could, I, I mean, it would be feasible to me that I would have some rope in my little bag of tricks. Um, so I could, okay. and I mean, if we're talking D&D &D stuff, everybody gets a 50 foot of hemp and rope, right? So in theory, um, I could tether myself to, um, I'm sorry, I've forgotten what your your past character's name is. I don't think I ever gave it. Uh, I don't think you did either. Uh, Richard Woodville. Okay. Good old Dickie over here. <laughs> no, uh, to uh, <laughs> we, uh, Isabel could, ta uh, to, could tether herself to Richard and then um, to ensure that he doesn't necessarily fall, you know? Um, basically... Uh, mechanically would be giving him the help action potentially for climbing if you would allow that essentially uh, I'd be I, I mean I, I'm okay with how that works um, the tower you're looking at is the uh, labeled as 31 on the Tower of London map so hmm. it's the um, known as Devlin Tower wait really? Uh, my thought is Mm -hmm. Yeah, D E V E L I N. That's hilarious to me because Kat's n last name is Devlin. Yep. It's <laughs> fate. <laughs> I, I feel like we have um, to go this route now. <laughs> well, I was going to say, is from like where I'm at, is there any kind of because they were still doing work. Is there any kind of construction going on in that area? Any scaffolding? 
anything of that sort? Um, there is some kind of uh, loose scaffolding that you can see on the the top of the tower itself. Um, so it looks like they're they're still trying to finish that tower or, or finish the repairs that they're making on that tower. I just still wonder about like having Cat try to sneak in while I just try to bluff because like I have you know I have a signet ring I can forge documents and even then the guards probably can't even read anyway. How? <laughs> uh, like not necessarily bluff my way into the entire complex, but at least like get in the front door and then go from there. Uh, you know, <laughs> I would like to I. Uh, uh, I Richard up and down and just kind of, I mean, otherwise I, I probably could climb my stealth is bad, but my athletics is not Yeah. That's what too. I was going to ask. Cause I was basically like, could cat kind of like discern so, on a scale of maybe like one to 20, what this man's climbing ability would be. <laughs> um, but so like the, the stealth part of actually getting to the, uh, to the climbable spot, is the problem right it's the actual climbing yep. should not be an issue okay um all right so so then how would we get across the moat hmm let me let me look at something here do we quick. want to take a page out of uh, jack sparrow's book well well my other thought is if i take my chainmail off i'm fine i have fine clothing mm. Or well, I have clothes, so I mean, I could always take it off and stow it. Runs around in the buff. Um, <laughs> that's true. You could stow it, so, and then we could take a minute once you're back on the other side to put it back yeah, on. Yeah, once we're on the once we're on the yeah, tower, and you wouldn't want to get the on. the chainmail wet anyway because that would be uh, bad. F that would cause rust mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, yeah, I think that's my thought is lose the chain mail until we get inside to some place where I can safely put it. And as long as we have and just pack it up and as long pack. as we take that intention, yeah. uh, then we should mm -hmm. be fine. Cause like, I can always help you put the chain mail back on so that, you know, you don't, so it doesn't take too long. And if not, if not. <laughs> if not, then yeah, I'll lose the chainmail okay. now, and we'll see whether I manage to get it inside intact or not. <laughs> yeah, out of curiosity, out of player so, curiosity, without the disadvantage, what is your stealth score? Uh, I got okay, a plus that's three. not too bad. Yeah, otherwise it's a it's a plus three at disadvantage yeah, if yeah. I wear the armor. All right. Okay, so and I only lose. I only dropped down to 13 armor class. Yeah. So. And it's not like, again, it, it's not like I couldn't like protect you and cover you for a bit while you get re, uh, re armored. Yeah. So yeah, I'm good. I'm good to go with this plan. I would say I would end up like wrapping it up in like my, what would you call it? Like an oiled. Yeah. Cloak, you know, at that time. And then just basically strap it strap it on my back yeah um 
to be clear, the reason why I, I'm not like I'm not like saying your idea is not a good one, like the forged documents and stuff. I just think mm-hmm. that with mm-hmm. the heat that's currently on you, unless you actually did have actual yeah. permission from um, I forget the title you said unless you actually had that permission well the only reason i was going that route is i wasn't even thinking about the fact i could just take the freaking chain mail off <laughs> i'm like i've got chain mail oh wait i could just take it off <laughs> it is fused to my body my chain mail is piercings that cover my entire my torso suits. Yeah. Uh, um so would we have to get what to take this route no I don't well, think so. Not based on the, the model that you put in Discord. And I mean, even if we did have cool. to get wet, um, we could take... Where were the guards we saw? Because based on this, uh, this model route, you come in at Devlin Tower and you go across um, a, bridge. a bridge and then you're past the moat and, and the inner and outer wall are all on, la- on the same spit of land. Yep. And the wall's really where we want to be if we want to try and maneuver. Because yeah. if <laughs> going through the buildings, that's super risky. And then trying to sneak through courtyards. Yeah. So it's, I think we'd want to work that out. Yeah, probably. Um, and you said there is a bridge that we Check could like climb through. across on the outside of, right? Yeah, between Devlin Tower and. Um... The main complex, the, the the other the tower that's on the main main part of the okay. land. Yeah. Um, I need to go check on something real quick. Uh, can we take another? Uh... All right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. Cool. Cool. One. Cool. cool. <laughs> yep. Be back in a bit. Yep. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so let me un- make sure I understand the plan here. You guys are just gonna walk into the tower of london or or you're you're planning on sneaking in on the south okay so to recap we are going the plan ish was we were going to remember in assassin's creed brotherhood when in order to get into the uh the i'm blanking on the castle that the pope was living in uh Ezio had to like climb along the side Angelo. Yes, the San- Sant'Angelo. He had to climb oh, along the yeah, side yeah, of the yeah. bridge yeah, yeah. to get across the river to get to the castle. Yep. I was kind of thinking along those lines of like we would climb and or parkour along the sides of the bridge uh, to get to the tower and then climb uh, climb the wall. That's kind of what I was thinking. Okay. Okay, um, so then let's give a, um, well, let's go with, let me take a, I'm thinking we can do either um, acrobatics or athletics, uh, it's your choice. Uh, how how much of the uh, bridge itself is parkourable? Uh, yeah, on the, the outside. Like, are there like 
You, you you remember the bridge to across the Sant'Angelo? There was like yeah, all those pole fire, those poles and like the little lands that he could grant on and things like that. Uh, how much of it is like that, and how much of it is, or is there just like it's just a bridge? That's why I asked about construction, uh, like scaffolding yeah. or anything like that. Me a um. Let's see. Give me a perception check. I have expertise in that. That is a dirty 20. Okay. So you don't see anything like in the water, but what you can tell uh, is, is you can see handholds on the okay. outside of the bridge going, um, between the towers. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Alright, so I'm going to take that rope from my bag of tricks that we established would probably be there. Um and with consent from uh John slash Richard, uh tie the rope around his waist and then around my waist so that if either of us screws up then there's the then the other could potentially be an anchor. Um Assuming that he consents. Yeah. As consent is yeah, important. That's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, would you like me to roll anything in regards to the rope? Um, no, I, th I think we're, okay. no, I think you're good. Uh, and then I guess we begin the, uh, I, I think I'll go with athletics because that makes more sense uh, given the situation. Okay. Need me to do a roll? Yeah, if you're, if you're going to be latched to him and following along, you need to do this. Uh, either athletics I'm or use acrobatics. Uh, acrobatics. Jeez. Even with a plus five, it was a nine. Did you just yeah, squeal? Because that's a natural 20. But um, <clears throat> so I was, <clears throat> excuse me, when I instituted, when I asked about the rope before, I mentioned some mechanically using the help action, which gives uh -huh. the person you're helping advantage on the roll. Is that applicable here? Okay. Or would, what would you say, Dion? Uh, what, 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 did, what did he roll? I rolled a nine. <laughs> with a plus yeah, five. yeah, you could take advantage on that with the with your help, especially with a <laughs> with twenty four. But yeah, so now okay. twenty for a, I rolled a nineteen. Yeah, with with uh, a <laughs> for for with the nat twenty, the total number is twenty six. Uh, as we uh, as as the pair of you are, are latched together, going si uh, hand to hand, or not hand to hand, but handhold to handhold, side by side, you. It feels like just an almost a normal day at the office, and you you get past the bridge, and you, then you have this option to where you're you're at this point to where you could either climb over the bridge to try to get into a door that is probably shut um, based on your knowledge of of the time period, or you can continue to go. Um, horizontal or um, towards the outer wall or you can go 
um, vertical and try to climb the Devlin Tower. Uh, I look over at uh, John John Richard and Richard John, and <laughs> I'm like, uh, I think we should go up. What do you think? I do. I. I'd concur on that so that we can try and get a closer lay of the land from the top of that tower. Alrighty. So up we um, go. Based on your previous rolls, I'm not gonna make you roll again. Um at least not for this one. So you, you climb straight up and every handhold just it feels like it, it's meant the the spacing is just meant for your height and build and, and you get to the top of the tower and you you do a, a a look around, and uh, I need an investigation check. Five. Uh, investigation using Rolling using five. modern day character. Yep. Is a not bad fifteen. Okay. So what Jonathan sees is just the one group of three soldiers at the, the northern part of the, of the wall. Um, what Kat is looking at is kind of more towards the courtyard, towards the tower. And she sees... Um, she sees two groups of five soldiers. It each um, of the courtyard. So if you're looking at the south end of the tower, there's um, uh, the edge of the old Roman wall that it separates. Um, there's a courtyard between that and the inner wall. And you see one group in there. And then on the other side towards um, what is considered the wall, the innermost ward, another group of five. Mm-hmm. Um, are we're probably not close enough to be able to hear the guards chatting. No, you, you're, you're sitting on, on the um, outermost wall. You're absolutely lucky to see them b- based on them being on the other side right. of the inner wall. Okay. Um, I kind of, I, I, cat, I, I uh, inform my partner in crime the uh, of the two groups that I'm seeing and how many their number is, um, and point out where their general locations are. Um, probably using military hand signals, if we're honest. You'd be able to understand them. Sorry, I'm chewing, so I've been muted. <laughs> um, yeah, and I would take note of those locations and um, start trying to figure out what a good route would be. My thought is still keeping to the tops mm-hmm. of the walls. Agreed. To try and work around to get to uh, the bishop's... Uh, what is that? The... Is that the bishop's quarters? Hmm. 
looking through the names on here. Um, while I'm uh, while we're looking around, I'm going to uh, whisper and say um, I could try to sneak down there and listen in to some of the guards and see if they uh, if they're talk if they just happen to be talking about where our target is. That wouldn't be a bad idea. And I can stay up here and keep an eye out and like ready my crossbow just in case I have to do anything. Maybe put your chain mail on first. Well, that too. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, I would like to sneak my way closer to the any of the guard groups and see if I can't overhear what they're talking about. Are you going to keep to the, to the walls or are you going to um, climb down? Well, uh, what does the area look like? If I, if I climb, I would probably keep to the walls to get close. And, but if I, in order to actually eavesdrop, would I um, have, I would probably have to go down the wall depending on how loud they're talking. Based on this model, you can get to the inner wall uh, from the rooftops from where you're okay. at on the outer wall. You just kind of go a little bit to the north and you're at that roundabout corner, which is on the Tower of London map number uh, 22, mm-hmm. the Salt Tower. Um, and that's that'll give put you in one courtyard for one group, and then you could go over two roundabouts um, towards... Uh, that would be the Wakefield okay. Tower uh, through the Longhorn Lanthorn Tower and get you close enough to those two areas. Okay. Um, I would like to, that sounds like a good plan. Um, if I'm up, if I, I probably, if I stay up on the wall, I would be out of range to be able to hear them talking amongst themselves. Um, so I would probably need to come down once I got close enough in order to be able to hear. Am I correct in that assumption? Okay. Um, depends on what Fair. happens when you get All there. All right. So we'll focus on one leg at a time. Uh, I will make it to the, you said it was the salt tower. I will move towards uh, yes. that first. Um, and, uh, do I need to make any rolls, stealth rolls or anything? Yeah, give me um, either acrobatics or um, what's the other one? Um, Um, I'll go with acrobatics this time because this feels more of a parkour situation rather than just a climbing situation. Okay. Um, Oh, ooh, that my die was on a natural one for a moment, like just long enough for my heart to stop. Uh, but it is, we almost heard almost. that special sound. Uh, um, <laughs> that is a 13 plus seven for a dirty 20. Okay. Um, so <laughs> you make it to the, the salt tower just, just fine. And you kind of, um, look behind you once you get there and, and you see Jonathan trying, trying to follow. Um, but he's, he's struggling a little bit. He hasn't, it looks like he might be slipping, but not to the point to where he's falling. Um, but he's struggling to get to the salt tower. 
Okay. Uh, did he have to roll for anything? Oh, he did. You're still muted. Yeah. Yeah, Got I rolled it. a seven. Um, a whole wonderful seven. So, I never said we undid the rope, did we? But I guess I just... Yeah, you know. nobody said that. So, mm. so I guess so, roll again. Yeah, does he get advantage? <laughs> if I... Well, how about you roll again, and uh, we'll we'll use this roll to decide if you make it up the tower or if okay. you fall. Who me? Yeah. Like as the advantage? Yeah. yeah so you you've so done your first one. You've still got seven. I rolled a six. I would for as for for a note to the DM. I would say that noticing the struggle, I would um, I would slow down and not like rush ahead so that. If there is a trouble, I, if there is trouble, I could not be too far away. Um, you're gonna want to brace, okay. and um, so you see that he, he's really struggling. Um, so give me a, an athletics check. Okay. You know, I'm gonna use my big d20 for this, just because it keeps getting in my way. Uh, you said athletics. That is a 19. 13 plus uh okay so you're able to to brace yourself and hold him in in place as he kind of falls off the uh the well it's it's more of a gate between the tower and, and where you were and he he swings down and he does hit the the wall taking two hit points of damage but he doesn't fall fully mm-hmm. And you're kind of you're able to to hold and brace him in in midair. Okay. Um. So, what do you guys do? I'm gonna try and get reestablish a grip on the wall. Uh, I mean, you do have All the right, rope, so me. like I'm I I'm holding the rope, mm-hmm. so the rope is there to help you get back up if you need to. Yeah, but I don't want to be leaving you having to try and hold me and the rope and everything else. So I would rather grab the wall and start climbing again. (laughs) Um, Give me a strength athletics check. Athletics or acrobatics? No. Yeah. Give me acrobatics. Acrobatics, probably better one for you. Nine. (laughs) Like it literally went past 19 and (laughs) 20 and this, and then went rolled over. I'm like, are, are you sure you don't want your real dice? <laughs> no, I'd probably roll worse. I feel like at this point, I so, need to start rolling some saves. Well, wait, the rope's there. The rope's there, right? Is that still going to work as an advantage? Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> since he's since he's already braced and holding. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there it is. All right, so you, you're able to use the rope to your advantage, uh, climbing um, hand over hand with your feet on on the tower until you're at the the top with um, Isabel. You good? And now on to the next tower, right? <laughs> well, unless you want to listen, try to listen to the group of. Uh, Guards that are in the courtyard directly. Yeah, I would like you. to try to do that before we move on, and bef- just to save us from potentially having to do any more. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Well, I would say at this point, is there any roof access into the tower? Um, which tower? We're on the salt tower, right? You are in the salt tower, yes. If you wanted to climb down, uh, you could climb down. Because my thought is if we have to keep moving instead of climbing, we can just sneak into the tower and then onto the actual wall from like an exterior Fair. door. Um, and well, uh, definitely, definitely a thing to consider. Um, but are we able to hear the guards from where we're at or do we need to get closer? Um, give me a, um, well, what's your passive, um, investigation? Mine's 13. Or cat, right? Yeah. Uh, the 12 investigation. So, um, you don't hear anything without focusing. If you want to focus, I need an investigation. Not check. a perception. Or yes. Yes, an investigation. Okay. Yes. Uh that is a let's see plus two. Uh another nineteen. Seventeen plus two. Okay. You didn't do well? Nine. Nine. <laughs> If you'd have kept so, an investigation. <laughs> so he he's a bit oblivious. Um, but you what you end up hearing is just a group of, of chatter. Um, these five guards are are, are um, you hear one is like I, I don't understand why we're guarding at all hours where the war is far away from from the town and the other one is uh, another guard is like it's because the king is here his, his father has just passed him weeks ago he the king is here and we are meant to protect him and the other um another guard charms in and goes besides i don't want to be on the front lines this is a pretty posh gig i'm good um and they and they just kind of they go back and forth and and you really don't get any real information out of this group other than knowing that the king is here, but his brother is, um, um, they, they don't know anything about his brother, if his brother's here okay. or not. And remind me, which one is it that we're looking for? Um, you're looking for okay. the king. You are looking for King Edward the fifth. Edward the fifth. All right. Um, I, I I turned to Richard. Uh, you good to keep going, or do you need do you need a few minutes? Um, while you were eavesdropping, I would have been putting my chainmail back on and just getting ready. So, um, okay. My thing that I'm looking at at this point is is like. If we're looking north to our left, we got rooftops we could go across, or we could go north along the actual wall by going into the tower and then out onto the actual parapet. Yeah, where was that other group of guards you said I saw again? Um, they would be at... I think you said it was over um, by the what is known as as Brass Mount. It'd be the the roundabout on the northern 
northeast uh, corner, right next to the moat on the outer wall. Okay. Got it. And right now we're on the inner wall. So, I mean, we'd go up to that, what is that, 19, to like Martin Tower on the northeast corner and have a look down onto those guards that are at the that yeah. corner. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Let's try that. Um, and there is access down into the tower from here, right? Yeah. Am I able to listen at the door and see if I try and hear any voices from inside? Or any kind of noises of people sleeping or moving? Let's do... Um, let's do insight. Fourteen. You don't hear anything out of the ordinary. It, it's just, um, all you really hear is kind of like, um, the flicker of too many candles being lit in one room. Okay. Um, I looked at Cat. Would you want to go first since you're going to be a lot quieter than I am? Yeah, that's probably the better idea. Um, I am going to untie myself from the rope, but hand him the end of the rope so that mm. if we need to reestablish that, that would be up to him, you know? Yeah, I'll just like coil it around over a shoulder and back up around and then like tie it off so it's ready to go and uh, and it's not trailing around and then I will sneakily stealthily move forward alright um, so give me a stealth check Plus seven, twenty-two. Yes, twenty-two. Fifteen plus seven. I was so going to say, how did a seven, seven get to twenty-two? <laughs> because the, I added the die roll of fifteen to it. Uh, so when you come into the top, like you slowly open the door, you noticed it was unlocked. Um, but when you get into the area, and you just see like ten candles lit. And paper on um, on a desk, but you don't see anybody there. Like like they had just left in a hurry, and they didn't blow out their candles when they left. Okay. Um. As we're going, I'm going to be keeping an eye out uh, for um. Well, uh. Well, I was going to say surveillance cameras, but never mind. This is way too far in the past. Way too far in the past. I would. I feel like Cat would be keeping an eye out for like what in thing? like just in out of habit, you know, because this is Cat we're talking about. Just out of habit, she'd be looking for security mm -hmm. cameras and and things like that, like security systems, traps, and things like that. But um, she is going to. Uh, how I feel like we would have uh, uh, Richard and is and uh, 
John and Kat would have agreed on a signal for rooms clear. I'm going to the next mm-hmm. one type of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Based like, on, a on low whistle yeah. or something. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to give that signal and then move on to the next and so on and so forth. Yeah. And then I follow down. Okay. And, and you guys are taking the top of the, the wall going north up towards uh, the um, broad arrow tower and basically keep moving your way up north. Uh, how far do you guys plan on um, going? I believe the plan was to go from 22 to 19 on the Tower of London map. Okay. And then so, to the top yeah. of 19. Okay, so let's do a stealth check at every at every tower. So you have made it to the broad air tower. Why don't you give me a stealth check for entering entering this tower? For both, or am yep. I just trailing behind? Um, right now you are just trailing. Okay. Because um, with cat opening yep. the door. Right. So next stealth check. Not as good. Seventeen. It. You you open the door and it it creaks just a little bit, but it, it's not enough that you're concerned. And you open, and all you really see is it, it looks like one guard is just looking at this one uh, sheet of paper. And from your vantage point, all the the paper is is a a, a few names and um, the word morning, like in the morning. Oh, so it's probably like shift names in the st- in the morning for the morning type of a thing possibly um yep is his back to me and you said he's the only one in the room yes yep they your blade from the flesh of an innocent i'm gonna choke him out <laughs> okay. okay um I, uh, let's just do straight stealth. Darn. That was almost a natural 20. Uh, 21, 14 plus seven. Yeah. Um, go ahead and describe the action of choking him out. So with, since his back is to the door, I'm going to slip in, uh, and then just like arm around the neck you know, that kind of a thing. Just kind of be like, go to sleep, 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 go to sleep. Um, and then once he's unconscious, just kind of like, you said he's at a desk. Yeah, uh, is it a desk that has a front panel so that you can't see under it unless you're behind the desk? Okay, sure. I'm gonna just like fold him up in the little desk un- under the desk area, <laughs> and then okay. No, I was just gonna come in and use the rope to tie him up and then get well, him. But <laughs> I mean, we might need the rope. Uh, <laughs> I've got rope, I think. True. Um, I also have that used bola that I can wrap him up in. Yeah, I got an extra fifty feet of rope. <laughs> After he's unconscious, before I hide him, I will give the all clear signal so that he can come in and input uh, what he wants, what he wants to do, what he thinks we should do. You're gonna tie him up or leave him? 
uh, tie him up and then uh, like I don't know, grab like rip part of his like sleeve off and then gag him with it. Okay. Um, just so if he wakes up, he can't start yelling for help while he's tied up. <laughs> okay. Um, and then like do the same thing. Tuck him under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We can, uh, this, when did the, when did Assassin's yeah, Creed become Hitman? man? <laughs> now if it was hitman we'd dump him in a trunk <laughs> into the into the paper shredder he goes <sighs> out the window into the moat <laughs> well you're in the inner wall he'd just go thud on the wall on the- <laughs> it wouldn't be a thud it'd probably be a very wet splat <laughs> eh, probably anyway um let's let's uh move into the jakes up. So give me a uh, stealth check here for exiting um, the tower. I will using our same process, I will be the one to go first. Um Oh wow. Okay. Uh not to curse it, but the good rules keep coming. Um 17 plus 7. No, uh, no. That 24. Okay, so you're, you're, the door opens without an issue, and it turns out um, there wasn't anyone on this section of the wall. So you're able to move freely and unappuned to uh, the Martin Tower. Okay. And we're at the, the, same, the same bit again. Uh, go ahead and roll for stealth to open the door. 19. This door opens without um, another another squeak. It's like they've recently oiled the hinges of each door on the towers as you've moved forward. Um, this tower is surprisingly empty, um, and it's dark. So you really can't tell um, why. Like, you, out of the towers on the wall, you would think this one would have... Um, at least a few people in it with it um, being directly in front of the Waterloo block and the um, the regiment's headquarters. So this is suspiciously for empty? some reason, it's empty. Yes. Mm. Instead of entering, I'm going to slip back and tell him that it's suspiciously empty. <laughs> what? It's suspiciously empty? This is a... It feels like it's a place that... that It doesn't make sense for it to be empty. So it is suspicious that it is empty. Hmm. Um, I'm still going to go in but just be on your guard to back me up. <clears throat> are we going up to the top of this tower? Which one are we, are we on? Down? 19 or we 20? Go up. Yeah, we 19. 19. We are going to go up to the top so we could see the guards that were down on that outermost yeah. ventilation. Oh, out in front of the headquarters. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, um, I thought so, you said there were guards on 30. 
There are. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're saying. What we're meaning. Yeah, we're trying to listen and uh, trying to eavesdrop on those guards on thirty. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because there's a group of three on thirty, and then there's a group of five, um, close to ten. The mm. Cold Harbor Gate. Okay. So you get to the top of the tower, and I um. I'd like an investigation out of both of you. Well. Hmm. Natural 20 for 23. Well, mine was not a natural one. (laughs) Uh But it was a two. Uh, Two plus two is four. Yay, I passed first grade. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, so so you, you Kat doesn't hear anything and what um Jonathan hears is it's like it's being carried on the wind, like it, it was meant for his ears only. And um the the guards talking to amongst each other is like like I know the king's here, but we're like why has isn't he in the tower? He's supposed to be in the tower. I like are are they waiting for his brother to get here? Like there's no reason for him right now to be in the queen's house. His mother's not here. Why isn't he in the tower? I don't understand. And he just he just he's going on this rant and the what looks like the sergeant just kind of looks at him and goes it's not our place to ask. He's the king. We owe our loyalty to him. And Jonathan just sees that guard roll rolls his eyes like he knows the king has no power in in England at this point. I'll relay that to Cat. So <laughs> what I what I would be getting from that is that he's not actually in the tower yet. He's probably in the bishop's quarters. Okay. And where are those? I'm trying to, to figure out. I would. I was kind of thinking it'd be like the chapel, but which is number two on the map, right? Because the White Tower is the main building, yeah, and then yep. the headquarters would be like the garrison. And thirteen down in the very. Uh, Directly diagonal is the Queen's house. Hmm. Now, if you want to give me a history check, since Mm -hmm. you're past this point and Jonathan wouldn't know exactly which buildings are which, Mm -hmm. but Woodville might, you can give me a history check. All right. Seventeen. And then uh, <laughs> roll me a d6. Three. So you'll take three points of exposure. But you will understand that um, historically he, he might have been listed in... Um, you'll know... Woodville will know that... The buildings in the southwest are the 
um, Queen's Quarters based on what um, the guards just said. He He's assuming that's probably where King Edward V is. But based on um, the other thoughts that Jonathan might think that he is also at the Chapel Royal. So you, you kind of have these two conflicting... Um, bits of information, one that Woodville knows based on uh, what the guards just said and what Jonathan knows historically. Hmm. Hmm. Isabel just continues waiting for... Because uh, <laughs> she has even less knowledge... Um, actually, so the guard, the guards were saying he's in the queen's house. Yes. I think at that point I would be more at, you know, the guards are on site. They're going to know. So I think it would be more apt to go there as opposed to going someplace that just happened to think he might be. Yeah. See, this is where the DMs just try to lead you astray. <laughs> oh, now they're on the other side of the compound from, from this place. <laughs> now, um, just I, I would think that Isabel would not actually have much in the way of information that would be helpful here. But... Mm. Right. Just new in, yeah. in, in town. So, yeah, no, I... I, I my feeling at this point is with, from where we're located, I think John would want to, because we would have to inevitably go past it anyways, check the chapel on the way to the Queen's I mean, quarters. we could go back the way we came from 19 back down to 22, then hit 23, 24. Yeah, but then we'd either have to go across the roofs or cut through that entire building there. Whereas from here, we can just work the walls all the way Mm. around. And then once on that northern side, we'd be pretty much covered when we're on the walls because nobody from the courtyard would be able to see us because of those buildings and their roofs being in the way. Uh, Um, It just... To me, it's one of those things of if we go the other way and he's not in the queen's house, then we still have to go to the chapel. But if we go to the, if we check the chapel on the way to the queen's house, then at least we're still going right to our destination. But then again, going back the way we came, we know half of the route is empty. Hmm. Um, From where we're at on that, taller tower are we able to get any more like field of view of what's going on inside the courtyards or uh give me an investigation check Mm. natural one you do not Mm. you You almost get eye strain from it (laughs) it's so dark when there's not electric lights around (laughs) cat Uh, keeps accidentally standing in the way he would just (laughs) 
<laughs> I think at this point he would trust more to Cat's stealth expertise than you know necessarily of in the end if they're not in the chapel we still have to go to the queen's house if they're not in the queen house we have to go to the chapel and I think he would just accept Cat's lead on this simply because they're the stealth here um, this probably is stupid but I'm going to I would like to make a uh, like, I guess like a commune with my ancestor role just to see what Isabel's instincts say to do at this point. Okay. Give me a history check. That is a natural 20. (laughs) Roll me a d6 for exposure. Two. Okay. So you add two more points of exposure. Um, Won't that be a d4 for the high roll? Very true. So go ahead. Let's let's see you roll a two with a D four. <laughs> uh, oop, oop, oop. <laughs> yeah, it's a two. It actually is a two. <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, two points of, of fate. Just exposure. be like I so, said, two. <laughs> so what cat feels out of Isabel's? DNA uh, out of her memories is that it's always better to know more of your route than to um, take the chances. She feels that she's, she took that chance of not knowing one too many times and might have lost someone that she loved. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the the notes that she's feeling out of uh, the instincts of Isabella. I appreciate you saying that. That was well done. I that was I I sorry, but my D and D player inside is going is squealing a little bit. That was so good. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Kat's just going to look at uh, Richard slash John and be like, "Yeah, my instincts are really just saying go back the way we came. Better safe than sorry." Sounds good to me. Beautiful, well done. Um, <laughs> the uh, so yeah, back the way we came. Do we need to make more stealth checks to go through those towers? No, you don't. You, you don't need to to roll to get back through twenty. But when you enter twenty one, um, you you hear a lot of racket coming from underneath the desk, and just a, a lot of squirming and. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I would end up just like kneeling down next to it and going, shh, look. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so I would literally just be like, do that, do that, but then just be like, or we're coming back. And then just start walking away. <laughs> uh, give me a um, uh, intimidation. intimidation. Now remember, intimidation being a charisma stat is the average of the historic and the modern day character. Okay. <laughs> okay, so just a plus one. <laughs> okay. They're the same thing. 
That makes it easy. <laughs> Natural 20. Oh, gee. <laughs> I was hoping for a nat one because he was going to kick you. Um, <laughs> so he just, he just kind of goes, his eyes get wide and he's just like, little puddle <laughs> and he just kind of crawl he just he just gets a little bit tighter in a fetal position and just kind of lays there quietly he's got like those big uh the puss in boot size where he where he pulls up his hat and he just kind of looks over it and he's he just you really can tell he he does not um he feels like he does he shouldn't mess with you it's like he gets this inkling of of he knows who you are and what your reputation is <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, what a! It's always nice yes, to get those rolls. <laughs> it's always nice to get those rolls right then. <laughs> um, so you uh, continue down to back down to the salt tower unimpeded. Okay. All right. So now let's try to work. Twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four. 24. And then from there, we'll see what we what our options are. Yeah, because below 24, we get to the... Well, there's the bloody tower below 24, but beyond that is, I believe, the queen's house. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, 22 to 23... So, so give me a stealth. Following our same process. Same kind it's been of process. Working. Yep. Uh, that, <laughs> that is a 10. <laughs> so that's, that's a 10, 10 with your, like, uh -huh. seven? I rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. So... This store just it just kind of squeaks ju just a, a little bit, kind of more than the other ones did. Not not too bad. Um, and you just kind of get this one. You you see as as you get your head through, you see one guard sitting at a desk, and he just kind of turns slowly around as the door starts to open. And he's trying to understand why the door is opening, and it and it's slow to his mind on why it's coming open, because he could have swore that he wanted to it. say delivery. Uh, <laughs> uh, do I see him? But he yes, hasn't you like see him. cognitively clicked. He hasn't. He hasn't. Okay. Yes. Basically, there's this moment of the two of us kind of just staring at each other in confusion. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, is he the only one in the room? He's the only one that you see. All right. Uh, I am going to lunge at him, uh, and try to catch him into another chokehold. Okay. Um, give me athletics. Okay. Come on, that one. Okay, okay. Uh, that is a that uh, that is a fuck English. Um, sorry. Uh, you said athletics plus six, so sixteen. No, 
17. Sorry. 11 okay. plus 6 is not 16. Okay. <laughs> it, it's, it's good enough. So you're able to, like, kind of clothesline him and, and come around and get behind him and, and um, get a, a really good grip on, on, on him. But he's, he's able to under, understand what's going on. So give me a, what we're going to do is essentially a contested strength roll. Okay. Just a strength check. Yep. Okay. Uh, strength plus is a plus four. So 19. I rolled a two. So he, he, he drops pretty quickly. Cool, cool, cool. Well-trained assassin versus guard caught slightly <laughs> off, a, off, a, out of where. Yeah. All right. So to, yeah. I, once he's down, I do confirm again that the room is empty. Yes, okay. the room is empty. Um, so basically, I'm not. I, I look around. I'm not getting attacked from behind. Um, and then, so then I give the all clear signal. Uh, I would follow in there. I'm just like, so put him in the box. Which tower were we in? You are now 23 in or 24? 23. So you're in the Lanthorn Tower. So my, my, mm. I, I look at I look at John. And I'm like, do we put him in the box or nobody put baby <laughs> in a box? Yeah, I mean, is there like a lock or anything on the box? Um, sure. Yeah, let's All put right. him in the box. Let's put him in the box, <laughs> and then lock it. <laughs> I I leave him. I leave him a little, like a little I'll piece of in the morning, like maybe a little bit of an old biscuit or something, you know, just something that he's not like yeah, in not there like without something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I drop a wine skin and like a half a loaf of bread in there out of my bag <laughs> and a candy cane no I'm kidding uh, <laughs> candy cane um, um, okay so you want to continue on to the Wakefield Tower mm -hmm. um, in the same process yes yep alright so go ahead and give me a stealth roll Okay, much better. <laughs> Dirty 20, 13 plus 7. Okay. So, so this, this door slides open without <coughs> any issue. Uh, you do see a lot. Uh, again, it's like the um, up near what you saw with nobody in there, but a lot of candles. Mm -hmm. um, a desk on the, on the south side and just nobody's there. Okay. Um, there's, I'm assuming there's another door in the room, right? So like one that would go to staircases or um, something. There is, there is uh, a few doors actually in this room. There is, uh, one, two, um, there's four doors, one on each side. There's the one you just came in from essentially the West side. Uh, there's one to your left, one to your right, right. and one straight ahead. And I would probably know that the one straight ahead is the one we're wanting, right? 
Uh, that would be the safe okay. assumption. Is there any doors going to the roof? No, no there, there is, is a okay. ladder. Um, I'm because my thought is we might want to move up and outside and then go to the top of the next the bloody tower and then work down that wall to the queens. Safe bet. I just want to check to check the other doors real quick. I'm going to put my uh, I want to listen in at the doors for a bit. See if I can hear anything on the other side of any of the doors. Okay. Uh, give me an investigation check. Investigation is plus two, so that is an 18. You hear nothing. You feel like um, you're, you're getting to the point that you've been along this wall for long enough that you're wondering why the guard shift hasn't finished. Mm-hmm. It's starting to feel a little conspicuous. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I'm going to give the all clear signal and then point that feeling of something's not right out to Jonathan. Hmm. Could be their plan. Somebody's planning something later in the night. Or maybe something's going uh, on, going down right say. now. The main problem is we still got to get over to the yeah. Queens. But maybe, maybe yeah. we pick it up a bit more. Worry a little bit less about stealth and just get over there. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. If we run into anybody, we just go hard and yeah <laughs> like don't compromise the brotherhood but necessities are necessities yes all right so we go yep. up to the roof and then so, over the tower and then down just caring less about stealth but just, just going. going yep okay so then we're going to look at um, acrobatics instead okay. of stealth. And this is to go from the bloody tower to the ramparts towards the, the queens. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got a 19. Acrobatics. Okay. Why did I pick this dice? This dice I can't read. Hold on. That's 17. Okay, okay so, so you guys, guys land... With a soft thud, like you feel like it feels like a good landing, even though it was like five feet farther than you would have liked. And yeah, so you're you're kind of running halfway across the um, the rampart, the wall there, where you notice a bit of a commotion outside of the. The queen's house is just you. You see this one guard. Um, he's uh, he's wearing this like plate armor, and he's just pounding on the door, um, yelling for it to to be opened. That um, it's time for uh, a night check. And out of some of the houses to the north, um, you see. Oops, not that one. Um, you see another two. 
come out and then out of the courtyard there's some trees too um that guards right where you see another two so you see one guy pounding on the door and four other guards um converging on the um the queen's house do these guards look like the other guards or is there something about them that doesn't seem right they uh give me an investigation check Oh, that is a 21. Are you rolling on that too? or just? I was going to say, am I able to use um, Richard's instincts uh, to see whether he's able to judge a difference? Uh, that would, if you want to give me a history check, we can do that. Using modern day? Um, yes. A whole one. Okay, so give me a, a, a D8. I'm finally taking damage here. <laughs> I have that D100 ready if you need it. <clears throat> Two. Okay, so you got lucky and you take two bits of uh, exposure. So what we see, what you, um, what Kat is, is recognizing is that the, the, the guards, these five guards, they kind of look similar. Um, like if it was a passing glance, you, you wouldn't tell any difference. But even in, in the low light of, of what is essentially the rising sun, you can see that the... Um, the sigils, the family crests that they're wearing are are a little bit different, but you can't quite place exactly how they're different. Does anything about these guards scream uh, order? Was that, is that the guards coming from the house or the one banging on the door? Or all, all of one, them? It's all of them. They, okay. they look like um, when they've come together, they look like they have checked these areas and that they, they feel like they're clear, so they're coming together. Um, they look like they're... Um, I wouldn't necessarily... like it, it, Give me a history check. Who? Um, Isabel. Cat. Ooh. Uh... 16 total. Okay. Um, so what she is seeing, um, go ahead and give me a, a, a D6 roll on on that for your exposure. Oh, oh lucky. Uh, that is a one. Oh, very lucky. Um, so what Isabel is able to communicate to Cat uh, is that she doesn't know exactly who they belong to but when she was transferred um when she was sent to england she was told to be um uh to keep a lookout for that sigil okay. that symbol and i get a plus one exposure i'm assuming okay yes i am in double digits at exactly 10. okay all right so 
don't worry, die. Oh, I'll get it later. Um, the uh, so feeling that memory of that, uh, I'm going to. Just kind of say to Richard, to Richard, Jonathan, we have to stop them. Yeah, you would look over and see see him pulling, readying his crossbow bow as you're saying that, because he's kind of at the same point mm-hmm. too. Just something isn't right about it. Um. Okay, so. so- Help me out on the map here, because I need to make I need to make a tactical decision real quick. Um, <clears throat> you said they're pounding on the door of the queen's res- of the queen's house on the map. We are currently yes. on the top of twenty five. Question mark or are we? Uh, are we on the roof no, you're you're, you're closer, closer. You're like to the walls. walls. You're on the walls, halfway between. Um, so we're next to the garden, next to the, the yeah. or the orchard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're on that wall, like, like the wall halfway between the queen's house and the okay. bloody tower. Um, how easy slash difficult would it be for me to get into aerial assassination position on one of these guys? Um, you would have to essentially climb, um, the rest of the way down the wall and up on top of those houses. Okay. Um, well, now, now that we, I thought we were on the roofs already, so I'm not going to ready the crossbow, but I think I would communicate at this point that I want to go and stall to give cat time to get to the roof and just see how long I can draw it out before I have to actually start fighting them. And with luck, cat can take out one of them from the roof. Oh, so you're going to finally, I'm you're going to walk out there and just be like, Hey, what's going on? You know, that kind you're, of, you're finally going to do the tactic. I thought you guys were going to do to get into the tower. Yes. Distract in the assassin assassinate. Yep. Okay. Does that okay, sound good? So um, you, you got, got two routes of doing it. You can run back to the bloody tower and the or the um, Wakefield Tower and climb down using the stairs, or you can give me either uh, you can give me an athletics check to climb down the face of the wall. Uh, well, what I was what I'm looking at on the Unless model, you, okay. Here, is that the orchards and that level are actually above the rest of the fortress? Kind of looks like it. Yeah. That cut down? Oh, oh, yeah, so they like, do. The battlements okay. are maybe a few, three, four feet above the actual ground. Okay. So I was just going to walk out of this like side alley between the orchard and her house and come around and just be like, you know, oi, what's going on? You know, <laughs> okay. what's with all that racket? Okay. Uh, based on this model. Yeah. I, I, okay. kids, get off my lawn. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Scat um, need any skill checks to start climbing the roof, or? Um. Yeah, that was my next question. If that 
uh, okay. acrobatics. Yeah, gonna parkour my way over there, and then I would say once about halfway up, I'm gonna start walking out, and I'm just gonna have like one hand just resting on you know my hilt, okay, and just come strolling out like cape over my right shoulder, and you know, was that the nat one squeal? And- no, that was a nat twenty squeal. So we're about to see okay. like the most AC like kind of and as a, yeah Okay so why don't you describe it for us Um well I as climb Oh the climb yeah, Okay yeah, yeah. so uh channeling my uh love of assassins creed here um Isabel is going to just kind of so just just to make sure that I'm getting this in the in the mental theater right we're up on the wall on the inner wall and I need to get over to on top of the houses yes uh okay yes so um on the uh it doesn't look like there's much of a distance between the wall and the roofs of the houses, according to. No, I would say that the ba- I would four. say that the safe, the safe okay. jumping distance. If they're not like they're flush not against them, back to back. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to, uh, kind of just run my way. Uh, like I'm going to hop up on the edge of the wall, like up on the uh, lip of the edge. Just kind of <laughs> run my way along. Until I'm on at a point where I can just then hop over, um, and then okay, um, like I don't know what these roofs looked like back then, like you know, but uh, I've been doing a lot of Assassin's Creed Four lately, and um, you know how when you're running across the roofs, there were like the 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 chimneys and stuff that you could climb up and hop across from chimney to chimney. Yeah, I kind of oh, do that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, not very okay. like description flashy, but it looks really cool. <laughs> well, it's like it's like crenellation to crenellation, and then like off part of the one corner of the wall, and then off the side of the house, and like like your foot hopping back and forth up the back onto the yeah, roof kind of yeah, deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and once I see cats about halfway you know up this like just huh, that's cool and then i'm gonna stride out and just be like you know um and what what do you think the meaning of this is and just like come out all you know regal and noble and barons and just be like you know make you sure his coat <laughs> just to try and draw all make sure attention his coat to me. is nice and, and shiny in the light <laughs> Well, yeah, I got like my cloaks thrown over my right arm, my short right arm, and. Are you trying to intimidate? <sighs> I was thinking performance. Okay, I'm putting Perform- out a performance I'd... at this okay, point. Okay, so I, that attention. was my next question. Like, it I'm would... not trying to necessarily intimidate them. I'm setting them up for ambush. Okay, so why don't you give me a performance check? Um, and that is a charisma a charisma stat so it's uh, average of it's gonna be a one okay uh well that's right because you're all the same yeah all right 
where is it? Performance. Jeez. Oh, Bounced off the side of the screen, or it would have been a nat 20. A three. <laughs> so the plate armored guy just stops knocking and he just kinds of turn to you. Who are you to interrupt with the business of the Earl of Warwick? I am the Earl of Rivers, sir. I am the brother of the queen. So well, who are you to interfere with the royal family? Last time I checked, sir, the Earl of Rivers is in Scotland looking to be beheaded. I need to speak to the king, not to his supposed uncle. I think at that point I'd just draw my sword and hope that cat's in position. At yeah, that am I? Because <laughs> hearing the name Warwick literally would have been a tip-off to Richard of what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so, um, actually, if you want that tip-off, you need to roll a history check. That's fine by me. That's fine. Um, because Jonathan might not have known that. Uh, while he's rolling that, is Cat in position? Uh, 14. I'd be okay with that. Yes, yes um, you do. Uh, that name does click with you. And then roll a D6. Two. Okay, add two to your um, exposure. Yes, okay. that's in position. Uh, am I in a position to be able to to drop on the guy who was just talking? Or am I in position to be going after one of the side guards? I'm fine with any of them. I just want to know who I'm attacking. Um, I, I think you're in a position that you could uh, drop on, on the plate armor guard um, before he's able to draw okay. his weapon. Then that is what I will do uh, with the uh, hidden, hidden blade. Um, so in uh, roll, let's do uh, an attack. The attack okay. roll for it. Attack roll using oops, helps if I'm looking at the right thing. Using the yeah the standard the standard d twenty attack roll. Would it be an advantage since I'm holding their attention? Depends on how poorly he rolls. Well, wait, he'd have to make a stealth roll anyways for the blade, right? Um, no, because he's dropping down. Yeah, air oh. air assassination. So, so it's an automatic. Yeah, I. Yeah, I don't know the rules on that. Part I feel like it, we're so. making yeah, it that, up as so we go. Would it be advantage for the hit, though? Um, yeah. All right. So for the two hit, so advantage for is the hit. it. So the stats are plus seven. Uh, so it is a uh, 25, 18 plus seven. Okay. So you will land and, and at very least take him prone. Okay. Um, and then I want a sleight of hand check to see if it's a clean assassination. Light of hand check. Uh, that is a 18. 13 plus All right. Um, describe his death. Um, so, like, as he's... 
uh, was it the plate? Was it the uh, this guy who was the, doing the talking, or is that one of the other? Okay. Yes. It was, it was the guy so while he's the turning and talking to Richard and starting to draw his weapon, um, he just kind of crumples uh, into like a pile with Isabel on top of him, and her uh, left hand uh, just pressed against her, his neck. Because um, I'm assuming that like proper assassination he's dead right i don't need to roll damage okay yeah he's dead you don't need to roll. Uh, no, he's dead. hand neck blade between the 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 helmet and the the chest plate and the yeah and so. he's just crumpled in like like uh almost like those you know those uh hydraulic press videos but much faster <laughs> <laughs> okay um so as isabel rises from her kill she turns to see the other four guards have um unsheathed their um their swords and roll for initiate well i was gonna say my question on that is as i'm drawing would i be able to essentially do like a sneak attack against one of the other nearer guards while they're watching this guy being killed that makes very good sense literally pulling boom and then like right in i'll allow it okay um uh do i get any bonuses for the sneak attack or just Uh, i'll let you do it i'll let you do a straight up attack at advantage i'm pretty sure i did (laughs) wait okay Yep, so that guy's Oh, no, dead. no. <laughs> oh, God, even with advantage, it was an 11. Out of my curiosity, what class did you choose? Uh, nice. Fighter. That, that, that hits nobody, nobody right? no matter who you attack. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> so would you like to describe your failure before we roll for initiative? Like, so as I started to draw on him on that whole deal, and he goes down, I go to stab and the guy happens to turn at the last second to more face like the downed guy in plate mail due to all the noise and just like right through like his cloak (laughs) uh you've made his cloak holy all right so you guys it's time to roll for initiative yeah no i went with fighter with um like dueling as his fighting style. Nice. So, uh, I got an 11. I got <laughs> a whole 11. You know what's funny? I also got an 11. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these dice, like, they hate me at certain moments and like me at others. Oh, you just scared a guard into wetting himself under a desk. But you can't hit a broadside of a bard with your sword, even though I you're mean, a duelist. I mean, luck is luck. I mean, it's a thing. Um, but uh, yeah, no the the feat that would have that I got that I, that I took that uh, would have made a crit nasty for extra nasty for me is um, I took the piercer feat, and oh. any damage I do yeah. is piercing damage. Every damage I do is piercing damage. Between the bow and arrow, the rapier, and the uh, hidden blade. Um, 
So yep. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, uh, we're both eleven. What's your dex? Uh, six minus twenty. So uh, okay, <laughs> you'd go first. Alright, so, but unfortunately that means there are two guards that go before you guys. tracks, I did just drop out of the sky. And, um, I got my chain mail. And they both... Uh, they're, they're shocked at what they've just saw. They, they've seen what in, in this split second is like what they think is masonry off the, uh, off the building... To, to crush their commander on him, and so, so they've they've taken their swords and they've taken swings at um, the the man that just thrusted at their companion, and more or less they they come into contact with each other. Like they don't hit each other, but they it's enough that they knock each other off their target, and that brings us to Isabel. Okay. Um, about are they are they in melee or not? Nah? They're all in okay, melee. Then for going the longbow, I am going to pull my rapier, and um, uh, I'm going to mark uh, one of them using. Essentially, hunter's mark, but it's a different version of it. It's the the favored foe thing, which I only get to do a certain number of times per long rest. Um, okay. And uh, I'm assuming these guys are beefier than the previous guards we fought. All right, yeah, a little bit. Um, so I'm going to yeah mark one of them with that. So when I attack that specific one. I get an extra D4 of damage. Um, so basically, I'm just going to, in non-magical terms, non-D&D terms, I'm just going to kind of focus on this one guy, and he's going to be the one that I'm going to be mainly fo- mainly fighting. Um, he's like locking yeah, down your ba- Basically, yeah. <laughs> Target locked on. Um, she turned off her targeting computer. Um, but yeah, with, it, with her rapier, she is going to... Uh, kind of leaning into the like just from a crouched position, almost from where she landed on the on the on the guy she just killed. Uh, she's going to then like spring off of his corpse and thrust forward with the rapier, um, attacking the guy she just locked on to, essentially. Okay. Right. Rapier. Uh, nineteen to hit. Uh, that'll hit. So go ahead and uh, roll damage and and right. the D eight plus a D four. Uh, hold on just a second. Let me double check words on my piercer thing. Uh. Once per turn, I can re-roll the piercing damage from an attack if I choose to. Okay. Um, so, D8. I am going to re-roll that because that was a 1 on the D8. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
much better. That's a five plus the D four, which is a four for a nine plus five from the stats is 14 damage. Um, describe oh, his death. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, as so she, like I said, she kind of just springs from the corpse uh, with a draw, a drawing her rapier and kind of just thrusts the rapier down to its hilt through his face. I feel like does that track? Okay. I mean, um, if he's got like a plate helmet was, on, yeah, then he she might go for the neck. But like you know, well, only the guy at the door had plate armor. The rest are just guard. Yeah, like, the rest they're just wearing chain shirts and yeah. Have a shield. So I just I kind of go through his. I go. I think I, I just go through his face. I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. Poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> at least he didn't feel anything. Meanwhile, um, the DM's like, okay, so I'm gonna double the health pools of. oh i'm sure the guy that got taken out at the door was probably beefy Uh all right so my turn right Uh uh-huh so like as they're turning back to engage me while also being engaged i'm gonna like you know repost you know pull back from my earlier strike and go in for another like slashing like swing And that'll be a 15 to hit. Uh, 15 does not hit. Are you kidding me? Nope. Jesus. Cool. That's all Um, I got. So, this guy that you uh, just are having issues with, (laughs) he just kind of looks at you and... He, he sees all this carnage that's um, that's running that's going on, and he um, turns and sprints towards the orchard. Um, Do I get an attack of opportunity since he's now leaving my space? You, you can take a attack of opportunity. Yes. Son of a. It rolled. It was on a sixteen, and then rolled over to a six for a whole ten damage. Yeah, your your attack just totally misses, and this guy's gone. He's just out of there. <sighs> oh, so the two I attacked are dead. One escaped. Two that you attacked. One escaped. There are still two left. And um, they're still very confused on what's going on. We're we're in such great commotion that one turns towards Isabel to try to to bring their sword down, but he's unsteady on his feet, and he he's just he he misses wide to the right, and the the other one bears his sword down on um, Richard, and he's. He's more worried about the fact that his friend has has left. That he he brings it right wide right, and it is Isabel's okay. turn. 
So now is a fine time for me to actually, now that I've speared one through the face, and for me to ask, are these standard guards, or are these like, were these guys wearing similar clothing to the guy who was pounding and stuff? They they were wearing the the same colors. Okay. And so I guilt is not a thing I have to worry about right now. Um, no, I am going to. Uh, is there another one in melee, or are they or the two that remaining still a little bit? They they were they were all fairly close to each other, so I would say they're all. Also, is the one that's range. escaping still within sight? Uh, for the rest of this round, yes. I'm gonna draw my longbow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna use the ensnaring strike again, and this again. Oops, damn it! I keep pushing that button. Um, I keep accidentally pushing the actually roll the dice button um but anyway uh the uh ensnaring strike to capture the guy um to keep him from running away um okay and then aim at him with my longbow okay no he doesn't get to run off and bring reinforcements Or maybe he does because that was a natural one. <laughs> now we know what natural one is. <laughs> that dude's just destined to get away. It's his fate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so your shot, shot goes, goes wide, wide right. right. Do I um, hit Richard with if... my with my bola? <laughs> no, no, you um you you've hit a a, a tree in the orchard. So that You're, poor tree ain't going nowhere. Yep. <laughs> Two I was aiming uh, for. Shut up. Richard? Uh, I almost want to throw my sword at the dude running away, but at the same time, I'm just like, no, I'm going to go for the nearest guard that's like confu- that took a swing at me, me and missed. Okay. <laughs> 17 that will hit finally at this point i'm just like oh no i'm i'm doing a d8 never mind i was debating between a 1d8 or a 1d10 but i get a higher bonus with the 1d8 mm. oh no wait they're even i'm, I'm like, like so irritated at this point i'm just gonna do a two-handed <laughs> swing at this dude For a whole four freaking damage. <sighs> it would have been a 10 and it rolled over. I hate damage dice. It sounds like you're just having issues, period. <laughs> <laughs> but not as much many issues as these guys have been having to hit anything. <laughs> yeah, so like I take my angry two two-handed swing and it just like carves open his chainmail and gives him a light gash. So the the, the one, one guard that has been attacking, attacking um, Isabel is able to take his um, his sword sword and just kind of like scrape it along <laughs> her back. Um, where's the dice? That one. That dice. And you are going to take five um, points of damage. 
So, she, so this um, guard just kind of comes down. Um, he's holding a shield in one arm and a sword in the other, and he just he just does a cross slash across your back um, as you're as you have turned away from him to shoot uh, the fleeing guard. Okay. And then it is uh, your turn right. again. Um, since I still have, I, I'm assuming that in order to swap weapons, I dropped my rapier. Uh, to pull my longbow and arrow. Yeah, because you didn't have time yeah. to, to sheath. So uh, instead of trying to bend, to p- instead of trying to pick that up off the ground, um, I'm going to pull an arrow from my quiver and try to stab this guy with it. Um, okay. Um, this would technically, hmm. uh, mechanically, be called an improvised attack, I believe. Yes. Uh, I'm just thinking. Actually, let, let's roll it um, based on if it was okay. a dagger. So it would be a D4 of damage. D4 of damage, and um, since it's uh, close-handed. I'd say just a 20. Well, a, a D20 and add your... Um, dexterity um yeah well <laughs> excuse me either your let's go acrobatics acrobatics okay i mean yeah. i would have because it's, it's just like well, it's well, just like your the your way hit it generates like. your hit dc is based on what the weapon is right on your on your base stats but i'm basing this off the hidden blade which is based yeah, off the, the, dagger. the hidden ba- blade is literally just a, and it's a plus on seven. my character oh. sheet is literally just a renamed dagger like i so just okay give me a, give me a, a d20 with okay. a plus seven so roll for a dagger strike basically got it yeah okay um that's more than a 19 so i'm assuming that hits yeah. yeah uh, and then a D four plus five. Um, ooh, that good old max damage with nine hit points coming in. Okay. Um, so he's not dead, but not happy either. Um, you could consider. Why don't you? Yeah. Describe to me um, what a dead man walking looks like. So to follow through with what Isabel did. So like she stabbed the one guy in the face, then kind of just left the rapier in his face, then quickly pulled the bow and arrow, turned and shot at the guy and missed the guy who'd been escaping. Uh, Then after getting attacked in the back, she's going to pull another arrow and turn and just kind of stab the arrow into his like, thigh and there is that art uh, that artery that's in the thigh that if you're not careful about and you snip that could be very dangerous um so i feel like she's got really close to that if not actually hit that okay yeah it's probably a case of blocking the blood so if the arrow comes out he bleeds out <laughs> right so um go, go ahead. ahead richard give us uh, your attack A whole nine. Yeah. Why don't, um, you're 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 not a fighter, huh? <laughs> no, I'm just getting crap rolls. Like, yeah. All right. Let's see. 
Well, well to, to be, be fair, fair, the guy that you're fighting, fighting isn't able to hit you either. So, so that's, that's a plus. plus. The downside is this guy that has this arrow in his thigh has, um, he's basically fallen forward and he has hit uh, Isabel again with his sword as, during, during his forward launch. And he does four points of damage. There we go. All righty. Oof. Um, all right. So that brings us back to you. I'm going to pull the arrow out of his thigh and then try to stab him in the neck with it. All right. All right so, so give us, us a, a dagger attack. attack. <laughs> that is a natural 20. Not that he really needed it, because you said he was a dead man walking. He didn't. Yeah. Uh, describe his uh, So I had just stabbed him in the thigh, and he had fallen. You said he kind of hit me. Uh, he kind of lunged forward and, and, and kind of nicked you on the So on the I'm going to pull that the arrow out of his thigh and just kind of then, as he's uh, lunging, I'm going to just kind of jam the arrow through his neck. Uh, like in this kind of like the yeah. soft spot that's like at the where the jaw connect the under of the jaw connects to the neck, kind of like up through there. Yeah, yeah. He just, just as soon as that arrow goes, goes through, he just kind of slides on it, and he as he falls, he pulls it out of your hand. All right. Um, and then to finish my turn, I would like to. Uh, you said there's only one left, and it's the one that's engaged with uh, Richard. Yep. Um, yep. I'm gonna put my air bow and arrow away, and or my bow away, and grab the rapier out of the face of the first guy of the second guy I killed. Okay, that brings us back to Richard. Uh, might be muted. No, I was rolling. Yay, 22 to hit. That will hit. So, so like, in my head, if you'll allow me, in my head, you guys have just been having, like, the most epic Assassin's Creed, like, counter, counter, counter fight going. <clears throat> Seven damage. Describe, Describe his death. death. Did, did he miss me or actually hit? No, he hasn't even hit he me. He hasn't hit you yet either. Yeah, so like I'm dodging and I finally like get my second wind. And as he goes to swing, like I come around, catch catch his sword arm and wrap one arm around it. And then just like drive my sword up under his like hobbert and just like right up into the rib cage and then just lower him to the ground. <laughs> And that brings us out of battle. Um, but before we move forward, I, I'm going to... I have to say this, because this is a frustration. Even, even though it turned out to be alright because of how much you guys kept missing each other, the, guy, the first guy you killed had an AC of 18 with 52 hit points. 
in mm-hmm. my defense, I gave you the opportunity <laughs> to have me kill anyone else on the field. Well, it would have made sense. I would have insisted on that, dude, just because of the fact he's got plate armor. Well, he's the leader. It makes sense the assassin would kill the leader first. Uh-huh. So, uh, wait, it, is he laying on the ground gurgling right now so we can do, like, one of those little scenes, you know, and rub a feather oh, you, in it? Would you like to do uh, uh Well, no, that um, would be on Cat to do. A death corridor? <laughs> In reality, we should have done that at the beginning well, because of like everything would have froze. But <laughs> I mean, but that would have that would have slowed the hell uh, the hell down of the gameplay. So let's just. Um, so how would you guys like to proceed? Since everybody, uh, I will down. return to the guy that has just kind of been crump- crumpled, um, and do the appropriate thing of. Closing his eyes and the like. Um, and. Uh, Let's see, this is your moment. You get to have your custom, you know, assassination mm-hmm. scene. Uh, <laughs> is there any kind of like one of those uh, white screen confessional moments that happens? If not, that's okay. Um. Yeah, yeah let, let's, let's kind of, of uh, you just kind of see the animus kind of uh, the machine just kind of flicker a little bit and you see white cubes kind of kind of come around and you realize that this man was meant to die at the hand of Isabel. For whatever reason, this triggered something within Cat's uh, DNA and brings in this conversation of her putting down this plated guard and he just he just looks up and goes why all i wanted all i was promised was to bring stability out of this war to protect my friends and my family that's why i'm here why would you bring my life to an end? The means of which that peace is brought matters matters greatly to this situation. Um, I am not very poetic. Uh, <laughs> um, it is if the peace is lasting, why does it matter if a little bit of blood is spilt? Why does that boy's life matter when we're talking about the kingdom and everyone else in it? He cannot bring this rebellion to an end, this civil war. Uh, I feel like at that point, um, Kat, who kind of has been in control at that point, um, up to this point, just kind of loses the hand on the steering wheel for a little bit. Like she loses that control and Isabel takes over. And instead of actually responding, just says in Spanish, uh, rest in peace. Um, because 
anything more than that would take someone who is it w- she feels like it would take someone who's a mentor to debate such things and that it's not her place within the brotherhood to 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 uh debate that heavily Okay. Um, um, okay. And I would say for any part of Richard in that scene, he would just have his arms crossed in like the background, just pacing in like the mist of the animus. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so this night, fall um, breathes his last breath. You feel that that death shudder as you close his eyes and you say his. Give him his final prayer. What do you and you see the animus go go from white, it snaps back into the green, and the the light starting to come up from from the sun, and you just look at look around. What do you do? Um, I think John slash Richard would at that point like seeing the kind of conflict after that whole thing would walk up and just put a hand on a shoulder and just be like, the simple answer is, is one life is as important as any other life. One life is not any more valuable than 10,000. No one's life is forfeit just to save that of others. Bring in the philosophy. <laughs> and um, then I think I, I would just start heading to the door to try to go in to make sure okay. everything's okay inside. Um, so, so when you reach the door, door what do you do? Do you try to, um, how do you try to get in? I think I would just like do three quick knocks and just be like, it's Richard of Woodville, Woodville or Richard Woodville, you know, um, open the door in the name of King Edward V. And in the background, I'm going to be like, give me trying to hide bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> dragging them to the side. <laughs> I think at this point, any noise we made from that would have been well heard. So yeah. It's like, um, so just give me um, a persuasion check. A whole eight. And you, on the other side of the store, advantage for that, just from the historical thing on it, or no? I'll give you advantage, sure, or inspiration, so to speak. Nat twenty. Okay. So the door slowly. You you hear it. You hear it click. It makes it sounds like a bar has lifted on the other side, and it slowly creaks open. And it it sounds like it's the only door that needed oiling other than the one i found earlier because so it's like really loud and and this little boy he can't be more than 12 or 13 and he just looks up at you and goes uncle yes nephew and like i usher him back away from the door so we can slip in why why are you here what has happened what What happened to my, my other uncle, uncle. What, why they, they promised, promised my, my family, family. where 
what is going on? I'm afraid your uncle Richard is looking to depose you. We have to get you out of here. Those men were sent by the Earl of Warwick. But why? Why would he be? The the Earl said he was just here the other day. Like he asked. He said, "As long as I held on to to our crowning jewels, that we that I'd be fine. That no no harm would come of me." There's there's too much to explain. If you stay here, you may never leave these walls. Well, where is mother? She's fled London. She, your brother's with her. Okay. okay. Um. But shouldn't shouldn't we wait for? Oh no! Like the Earl said that he would bring mother to me. No, she she is not coming back to London. It is not safe for her here. Your uncle. My brother has been arrested, and your cousin, the Grey Knight, has also been arrested by the Lord Protector. Well, I... He means to take your throne. I don't, um, give me a... Uh, yeah, let's do another persuasion check. Fifteen. He he looks at you with with doubt, like like this this young man is very conflicted, and he goes to the back of the room, and he starts rummaging through this trunk, and and you don't you don't quite know what he's looking for, or why he has decided to go to this trunk, but he starts he bringing things out, and he finds this one object that all you can see is like a sphere with a cross on it and it kind of it has this faint golden glow and he turns around and he he holds it towards you and all you can hear is a very slight whisper tell me true what does my uncle have planned? Um, I would like you to uh, give me a charisma saving throw. Ten. And and what what as this golden light envelops you, you you just kind of to freeze and. The Jonathan portion of this mind is trying to move Richard's body, but he can't. He doesn't have any idea what's going on. Um, Isabel, Kat, is there anything you want to try to do while, before we move on? Um, assassinate the kid. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, she, Isabel, Kat, um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, kind of 
seeing the grip that Richard has been placed into, um, this would be her first time actually seeing an artifact in use, right? Because she didn't actually see the cross in use, did she? I don't think. Um, I don't think they. No, no because. The the only, only, I, don't I don't know. know remind me if she saw the, the golden glow and the two men kneel and cover themselves because that was the only part of the interaction that they would have saw because the, the animus, uh, the, the machine would have pull, pulled them out right as, as they started seeing what was going on with the artifact. I think, I think she did see the golden glow and the kneeling, but I don't. I don't remember for sure, but I, and so, yeah, no, I feel like this is strongly the first actual use of an artifact that she's seen. Um, so I kind of feel like she should make some kind of a saving throw herself to determine if she actually okay. has the presence of mind to actually do anything at all. You would... Okay. okay. Um, since, Since she, she isn't, isn't it being discussed to uh, give me a constitution, constitution saving throw. Uh, for Cat yeah. or Isabel? Yeah. Do Cat. No, no Isabel. Isabel. It, because it'll be over the okay. body. Uh, ten. <laughs> she... <laughs> She's just staring in awe of this, um, of this golden glow. Like she can't, she can't take leave of of the of her arms or legs to to move forward to do anything. And this this young man who most would look on as a young boy, but clearly he has this this twinkle in his eye where he understands what he is holding and and what he is doing moves a little bit for closer to Richard and he just holds it up higher to his face and says, tell me again, what does my uncle have planned? Tell me true. And at this point, nobody can move, nobody can speak, but he is able to get the object close enough to Richard's face that the animus starts to kind of to fade out and the, the scene disappears and your, your vision's clear and you're no longer at the Tower of London. You are back into the warehouse and the servant is pulling out your, your IVs and she, she looks at you and looks at the pair of you and goes, it was the one that Elizabeth had. This is not a new artifact. We're fine. We're fine. That, that, that artifact cannot bother us anymore. Thank you. Thank you, both of you. What um, the hell was that? And she just... Isabel. Um, Isabel. Uh, um, the servant just kind of looks up at you and, and, and says... About 800 years ago, before this war, there was 
an artifact that could duplicate uh, the user and hold people in their grasp and just create these ultimate illusions. Uh, and the rumor has it that it eventually became put in in the jewels, the crowning jewels of Queen Elizabeth. And when we heard that it could have possibly been uh, used in part of the rise of her Tudor family and that the company was looking for it, we needed to know for sure. That cat is why we are hunting these artifacts. Now you know, now you have seen why we are making this hunt. Cat just kind of falls silent and just kind of because like I feel like what she saw before as far as the artifacts are concerned was rather minimal compared to this very overt you know display of power and so I feel like her mind's just a little blown a little bit you know uh, oh yeah I, I totally can understand that Jonathan's um, just sitting rubbing his temples and then he looks up and he just goes he wasn't talking to Richard he was talking to me and then just like walks over and like starts putting his stuff back like in his hidden spots and the the servant just kind of looks at John and and you can't know that for certain you can't know that for certain and you need to rest with the trauma that you've just been through going out like you are can make your headache worse and i know you're feeling it don't don't end up like the others Cat, before you leave, before you go home or wherever your next hacker group decides to send you, you should rest. She hands you a, a chocolate bar, tells you this will help. Even if you just rest for a day, take all the time. She, and she hands you a key and um, tells you to look for um, a hotel near the... Um, London Eye that this key well, key I call them all a key, this card this credit card will get you anywhere you need to go and just rest you've been through a lot today and that brings us to the end of our story um, I want to thank Crimson once again Andrew, thank you uh, both of you for joining me today and helping me uh, create this amazing story for the third anniversary of Visions of the Past. Um, and before we head out of here, Crimson, where can people find you? Uh, I am Crimson Night Gaming, K-R-I-M-Z-O-N-K-N-I-G-H-T, gaming on Twitch. Um, and uh, I also have a link tree that uh, can point you in, like, terms of uh social medias and my discord and things like that but primarily you'll be able to find me on twitch that way uh k-r-i-m-z-o-n-k-n-i-g-h-t gaming 
Um, and uh, thank you very much for having uh, having me. This is the first one was a lot of fun. This one was also a lot of fun. And I'm always on board for anything Assassin's Creed. It's well, they were different, but they were they were different in in good ways. Um, Andrew, before we head out, is there anywhere that you would like to point people to if they want to stop by and say hello? Uh, I'm not really pressing in the social links. <laughs> well, that's all right. You, um, I've got, I do have a Reddit. It's Aiden Lore, all one word, I believe. Um. Aiden like the name and lore like well, you know, legends and lore. Um I might do something with it in the future. We just have to see. Well, and you have just joined my Discord server today, which um anyone can find along with my other social media at my link tree. Um link dot link link tr.ee forward slash visions of the past where you'll find links to all of my social media and even a place where you can help um, where you can donate to this podcast to help make future episodes but until our next podcast um, to my assassin friends keep to the creed and to those Templars that may be listening may the father of understanding guide you <laughs>